Welcome to Geek Fights, the Parsi scheme of podcasting. I'm Damon Shaw. Tonight's fight is best twist. Hee-ha. In a twist, this episode is kind of fucked up. As you can tell, I am not a human voice tonight, my performance is being done entirely by computer. With me as always is Mr. Mike Ortiz. Mike. Who is joining us tonight? Before I introduce the panel, Damon. I want to say that I'm happy we're trying this with computer voices. As you know, I have always wondered how a geek fight might sound without unnecessary emotional inflections. Can a geek fight panelist sway their peers based solely on the words in their arguments? This is why, in a twist, we had the panel conduct themselves entirely in text over the miracle of the internet. Ha ha. I can't believe you talked me into this, Mike. Are you going to introduce the pen now? No. You're not reading the script. I don't need the script. I have the fucking shit memorized. Uh-huh. Do you have the names of the panelists memorized? It's a good thing that we're arguing like this over computer voices, because without this kind of filter, People might think we're not friends. We're not friends. Is that a twist? Maybe. How's this for a twist, then? I love you. Don't say that. I love you. Motherfucker. I told you. Twist. This is not a show. They must. This is only the intro. Fucking G-Rad. Couldn't find good audio clips for the intro. Don't bitch about G-Rad. What the fuck is he supposed to do? Play the clip when Bruce Willis loses his fucking wedding ring off his fucking finger. Or the part in the crying game when the bitch is a wiener. It's all fucking music and pictures. Twist. We're starting the Now. Welcome to Geek Fights, the Ponzi scheme of podcasting. I'm Damon Shaw. This week's battle is, um, <laughs> best twist. We are recording this probably a whole month before it will air. So there will not be references to any crazy stuff that happens in the episodes prior to this one. I have no idea what comes before it. And literally, I have no idea what comes after it. But anyway, uh, Mike, who's joining us tonight? Well, tonight we've got Maria Cuba. Hey. Josh Von Valkenberg. Hello. And Pete Lucas. Evening, folks. So, uh, you know how we do this. We have 32 twists, turns, and unexpected surprises from movies, TV, video games, comic books, whatever. Uh, all of them chosen by our panelists. We set them up in tournament brackets, which you can download from our website at geekbytes.net. We pit one against the other and put it to the vote. Winner moves on to the next round, where it all continues until someone or something, is crowned Best Twist. Uh, as always, you decide the criteria you use to determine the winner of each match, uh, what was the most unexpected, what was in the better movie or show, uh, which is the most logical. Uh, I've become very partial to what will provide the best outro music because it makes my life a lot easier. But whatever rationale you want, as long as it works for you and supports your choice, we call that Geek Logic. And it's the heart of every geek fight. Or is it? Uh, yeah, it actually is. And here we go. We're going to get started. Uh, Maria was the most recent person to uh, suggest best twist. So Maria will go first. Maria, this fight is yours. It is Luke. 
I am your father. Versus Uncle Ben's uh, murder, murderer is actually the guy that Peter let run away right at the beginning of the movie or the comic book or whatever. Uh, yeah. Go right ahead. Um, well, both of these are good, but I definitely have to go with Luke, I am your father. Um, you know, as a kid, when I watched that, I was really impressed. And uh, it's everywhere. It's pop culture. Everybody talks about it. And it's just a classic. So, Luke, I am your father. A vote for Luke's daddy. Uh, Josh? Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not really a big fan of uh, Star Wars, um, you know, as a, as a, as like a, a thing. I'm just, I don't, I don't really care, you know, don't, uh, whatever. But I, I do think, you know, culturally and, and everything like that, it's a, it's a much, it's a much bigger thing than the, than the Peter Parker, you know, Spider-Man, Uncle Ben thing, you know. Um, so I'd have to go for, for this fight. Uh, Luke, I am your father. Another vote for Vader. Pete. Um, yeah, I actually am a big star Wars fan. Well, I was up until the, the prequels, which will not be named. Um, and I have to say, I think when I was growing up and I saw that scene, I was just floored. So I have to go with Luke. I am your father. Another vote for Mr. Vader. Uh, Pete, uh, sorry, Mike. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to vote for Uncle Ben uh, for for two reasons. Um, I do think it is is kind of culturally very very important. Um, I think Spider Man uh, is maybe maybe not quite as big as Darth Vader, but certainly uh, is is a huge pop cultural character. And the the death of Uncle Ben is the very heart of with great power comes great responsibility, and that's what the character is all about. Um, and, and, you know, in, in the context, especially in that story, if you look back, it was a one issue story and most people probably haven't read it. Um, the twist was not this, this, you know, thing that sort of haunts him for the rest of his life. This was just a one-off story that they hoped would catch on. It was in the last issue of a canceled comic book. So they didn't have a lot of faith in it. Um, and it's really just a weird, almost kind of Twilight Zone ending, you know, just at the end of that story that, oh, my God, if he had just done something earlier. I mean, it's not even really a superhero story. He wears a costume because he was a pro wrestler. Um, it really could have been something else. So that twist was really the heart of the story. And that's the beginning of Spider-Man. Um, and as far as Darth Vader, you know, one of the reasons everybody's jaw dropped when they saw that is because it's actually complete bullshit. Um you know, people complain about George Lucas changing and Greedo shot first. Darth Vader was not their father when Star Wars came out. They weren't brother and sister. It was all stuff that he kept making up. He's been making up the whole time. And Darth Vader was just the first example of that. You know, no one saw it coming because it really didn't have any, it didn't make any sense. It didn't have any real groundwork and didn't have any reason other than being that kind of twist. Um, after that, it sort of, become something that defines the story, but uh, I don't buy it for a second. I think that Darth Vader was just a villain that killed Luke's father, and Luke was going to go after him and get revenge, and then when they started doing the next movie, they they went in a different direction, because now it's a saga. Now it's the fifth part of a story. Um, but when Star Wars was just a movie, Darth Vader was not their father, and it's a twist, because it was the very first example of the bullshit that everybody now seems to hate. Uh, vote for Peter Parker. Uh, you know, and the other thing you're forgetting is it has lost its impact. It is no longer there. It will never happen again. Because for the new generation of people who watch Star Wars, they watch one, two, and three first. 
So they know that Darth Vader is Luke's father, and the twist is completely gone for every generation that follows that watches the Star Wars saga. Um, the Peter Parker twist of the, the murderer being the guy who Pete let go will still be there. Uh, it, it, when you come to the character, like it's that's what's going to be there. Uh, so I'm going to go with that one too. But in our longest first fight, <laughs> it looks like Luke, I am your father, <laughs> is moving on. We are on to our next fight, Josh. This one is yours. It is, it was Earth all along. Planet of the Apes versus he was fucking his daughter from Old Boy. Uh, mind you, I guess we should say spoilers at some point in this episode. Because <laughs> there's going to be a shit ton. Uh, we, we, we did two. And now there's a big one for those of you that haven't seen Old Boy. Sorry about that. But go ahead, Josh. Um, you know, when you really think about uh, a twist, um, you know, and the impact it really has on not only the character, but the viewer. I mean, you, you think about, oh, it's a planet of apes and they took over and there's people here. You know, you can kind of figure out that it's Earth and it's not that big of a deal because, hey, you're still on Earth. You're home, whatever. You know, Charlton Henson's like, you bastards, it was Earth. You know, but really, I mean, if Charlton Heston was, you know, fucking his daughter at the end of uh, Planet of the Apes, you know, it it, it, uh, it would have been a lot more brutal to watch, um, you know, and I, I don't think it would have had 30 sequels. So I'd have to give this one to um, uh, uh, Old Boy because it's just, it's so much more brutal and, you know, visceral. And if it happened to you, you'd be really fucking upset. Uh, vote for old boy Pete. Um, yeah, I uh, I just remember seeing the statue that and seeing the Statue of Liberty and thinking, wow, I was really blown away by that in my young age. Um, so I'm going to throw a vote towards Planet of the Apes. Uh, vote for Apes, Mike. Uh, I will also vote for the Planet of the Apes. Um, primarily, I have not seen Old Boy. Uh, so I don't know what this twist is, but now uh, if I do, I will see it coming. Um, and, uh, and also with planet of the apes, uh, in the Simpsons episode, they had, uh, a, a, they had kind of a, a little song where he does the, it was earth all along. You'll never make a monkey out of me. And, uh, that would make great outro music. Uh, vote for planet of the apes. Uh, I cannot let old boy go down because even knowing the twist, even knowing that he ends up fucking his daughter and that it ends up being his daughter, on the even, even though you know it, even though you know it, while watching it, there's you're like, what? No. How did it? No. It just, no. But all the math fits. Uh, it, it, it works out. It's a really fucked up movie. Um, enjoy not watching it for the twist. <laughs> but I am watching... I'm voting for old boy. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Maria. Which one takes the win? Um, when I saw Planet of the Earth, I, I you know, I kind of saw it coming. It really didn't surprise me that much. I, I did saw it when I was, you know, older, not when I was young, so maybe that's why. It's a good twist, but you have to put yourself, you know, where the characters are. And I would die, you know, if, if I was in the position of old boy. And it, it would just be horrible. I mean, if it's a twist for the for him, it's a twist for the viewer. It's just, it shocks you. There's so much shock value there. And uh, you're so disturbing and so crazy about it. You can't even fathom this is happening, but it is. So I have, you know, just for shock value and a better twist, I have to give it to Old Boy. 
And oh boy, make it out of the first round. Just, just as a follow-up question, I have to ask: Is this the Korean movie Old Boy that we're talking about? Uh, it's yeah. Japanese. Isn't it Japanese? Oh, it's Korean. Oh, okay. But whatever. And apparently, they're doing a remake by Spike Lee. Fuck yeah. Spike Lee. Yeah, I will. He's hot. Anyway, on to our next fight, Pete. This one is yours. It is she's a man, baby, from the Crying Game <laughs> versus the Real World is the Matrix from well, the Matrix. Oh, uh, well, this one's kind of kind of a tough one because I, I remember both and both twists kind of uh, taking me by surprise. Um, but just because it's got better special effects, I got to go with the Matrix. Uh, vote for the Matrix, Mike. Uh, I will also vote for the Matrix. Um, it was a great surprise in the Crying Game, and certainly essential to the story. Um, but you know the matrix that twist really is the the heart of the story it's really what the really the entire thing is about um i didn't see it coming either uh that was uh i remember there were a, a couple of good twists that year um but uh this one really took me by surprise and uh you know when i realized it was it was now even much more of a science fiction movie like a hard science fiction movie than just kind of a slick action movie uh I immediately uh, like the movie more. Uh, vote for the Matrix. Uh, the twist of the Matrix is amazing. I love it. I like it a lot. But I've never seen the whole entire crying game. The only thing I've seen of the crying game is the twist. And not because I went to look at it on YouTube or anything like that. I was watching TV and I see this guy making out with a girl and I'm just flipping around on channels. I don't even know it's the crying game. I'd heard of the crying game. I knew what the twist was, and I'm watching. He's making out with a girl. She's kind of cute. No big deal. Blah, 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 blah. And then she whips out her dick. And it's like, what the fuck? And then there's him just crying in the shower, and that shit is so funny and fucked up to me that I have to vote for the crying game. Uh, Maria? I love both of these movies for different reasons. The Matrix. Um, when it first came out, it was one of my favorite movies. I loved the twist. I also did not see it coming, and I thought, wow, isn't this brilliant? Um, unfortunately, there was two other movies made after that that were completely stuck, and I hated them, and I could probably read a better movie. So that kind of spoiled it for me a little bit. Um, the the crime game, I actually studied this movie in, 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 a, in, a, in a class at the university for, you know, human behavior. Um and it kind of, you know, we deconstructed it, and I saw it in a new, complete light. I thought it was, you know, it really shows a lot of things about human nature and how we react and the things we can cope with and accept. It just was, you know, a good movie after I saw it like that. Um, but still, The Matrix is The Matrix. I love Keanu. I love that movie, so I'm going to go with The Matrix. Uh, vote for The Matrix. Um, Josh. I guess I'm not understanding what the twist is because that's like, isn't that the whole premise of the movie? Is well, Keanu need to wake you up because, but you don't know, you, you don't know that that's what they mean. You think think it's a, a kind of a metaphysical. We need to wake you up, not a literal. We need to wake you up because you were not in the weird, real world. Don't they take him out of the fucking pod thing in like the first half hour? Though that's not really like a shocking twist. It's a twist. That's, I guess. I mean. I, 
I don't know. I'm just saying I didn't really think it was a twist. I thought that was the whole gimmick of the movie was, hey, you're stuck in La La Land. Wake up. Well, I mean, you could say that about the cock and the crying game. Well, all I know is I, you know, I'd rather be in the Matrix and have have uh, a hottie whip out her dick at me. So, um, you know, this vote, I'm going with the crying game. A vote for the crying game, but the Matrix is moving on. Don't worry about it, Mike. It's not all of your stuff is going to get crushed. We are on to our next fight. This is a bizarre one. It is They Were the Dead Ones, <laughs> The Others, which Nicole Kidman movie, versus Josh's pick. I'm going to name him on this one. The Twist by the Fat Boys and Chubby Checker. Uh, go ahead, Mike. Uh, I have not seen the others, so I will vote for the Fat Boys because I am also fat. Uh, vote for the Fat Boys twist. Come on, baby! Uh, you know what? The reason I can't vote for the others is because, uh, you know what? Goddamn, there's the, the one that's on the list is better and it comes a little bit later, which is uh, from Sixth Sense. This one, it was like, really? Really? Again? So I'm going to go with the twist. I'm doing it in my chair right now. Maria? When I saw this, I said, man, I should have added, you know, the, the Twist chocolate bar to this list um, because it, it caught me by surprise that that was added there. It's funny, but I like the others. Um, I, I knew they were dead, you know, pretty early, but I, I thought it was a good twist. And every time I watch it with people, they seem to be surprised. So I'm going to vote for the others. Uh, vote for the others. Josh. Oh, no. Do the twist. <laughs> Do the twist. Uh, Pete. Even though the uh, the chubby checker version was way better, I, I gotta go for the fat boys, the twist on this one. The fat boys twist has chubby checker in it doing the twist. Yeah, 100 year old chubby checker has a mullet <laughs> doing the twist. It's like a, a jerry curl mullet. It's phenomenal. It's a fro mullet. Anyway, the twist. Would that be a fro boy. A what? A frullet? Uh, you know what? Maybe a frullet. There we go. A, a frullet. Let, let's put that on the list with uh, mud clowns. Uh, anyway, <laughs> moving on. On to our next fight. Hey, it's me. It is Norman Bates' mother is dead in Psycho or doesn't really exist. It's just a figment of his imagination. Versus Frank is Charlie's dad on Always Sunny in Philadelphia. This is very hard. The Psycho thing is pretty badass. And but the Charlie being, or Frank being Charlie's son is, or sorry, Charlie's dad is pretty awesome too. But all I ever think of with that is, uh, you, you, I tried to have you aboard, and it didn't take. That's what Charlie said. Charlie's mother said to him, and that shit is always funny to me. But the the more iconic twist is that there's just a skeleton up in that at that attic, just sitting there pretending to be Norman Bates's mom. So. I'm going to go with the Psycho pick. Maria? Um, Psycho is one of my favorite movies. I think it is a huge twist. It caught me by surprise. I, you know, I saw it when I was a kid and was horrified and at the same time just completely obsessed with it. It, it got me to love that, that type of movies and I became a huge fan of, you know, Alfred Hitchcock movies too and because of that. So I'm just going to... Although I love It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, that's a great episode, it's a great twist. Um, I'm going to go with Psycho. Uh, vote for Psycho. Josh? Um, I just had the great 
great visual image from you when you said there's a there's a skeleton sitting up in the chair pretending to be Norman's mother. Like one day the skeleton just came into the house and killed his mom and then took over. I think that's a great twist that they should do, um, you know, in a remake. Uh, <laughs> Psycho. I'll vote for Psycho. Pete. Uh, yeah, since I put it, since I uh, picked it to be on the list, I got to go with Psycho. Another vote for Psycho. Mike, is it a clean sweep? Yes, it is. I mean, I put uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia on the list, but, you know, psych, it's already been called iconic. Uh, I will call it iconic again. Uh, and Psycho, moving on. On to our next fight, uh, possibly another slaughter fest. Uh, Maria, this one is yours. It is How Jordan Becomes Parallax, a, a super evil villain guy in the Green Lantern comic books, versus... Soylent Green is people! It's people, damn it! <laughs> oh my god, I actually didn't know, you know, either of them, so I had to ask Amin, and Amin was trying to explain it to me, but then I searched the Soylent Green people on YouTube, and I was like, oh my god, this shit is awesome, and I loved it, I, I can't wait to watch the whole movie, I am grateful for you guys putting that there, and I'm gonna vote for it. Soylent Green is people! Uh, Josh. Soylent Green. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know much about Green Lantern or Parallax, but, I mean, you know, um, you know, Chuck Heston is my personal hero, so anything he does, you know, that has to get a bump um, just for his fantastic acting. Um, so we're going to have to go with Soylent Green on this one. Uh, vote for Soylent Green. Pete. Um, yeah, I have to. I have to agree. Uh, I think uh, that was a a bigger twist at the time than uh, Parallax becoming Green Lantern. Even though I did pick Parallax, so I'll go with Soylent Green as well. Another vote for Soylent Green, Mike. Uh, well, Hal Jordan is no longer Parallax in the comics. He's back to being Green Lantern. But as far as I know, Soylent Green is still people. So Soylent Green. Uh, vote for Soylent Green. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll quickly make it a quick clean sweep. Won't even say anything more. Oh, round two. Fuck you, Mike. Psycho versus Soylent Green. Uh, we are on to our next fight. Josh, this one is yours. It was a dream all along. This is the very generic, it was a dream all along. You could probably think of six or seven shows that have done it. Versus, he's not innocent and just cause. Um... You know, the Just Cause is one of my favorite, you know, Xbox video games. When it came out, I thought it was just phenomenal. Um, you know, the graphics, very lush and everything like that. But, I mean, you know, when I wake up from this and this whole podcast was a dream, you know, what am I going to look like? So, it was a dream all along. Uh, vote for it was a dream all along. Pete. Um... Yeah, I, I have to second that one. I, I think that uh, it's it's a uh, legitimate plot device, even though it's been uh, kind of overdone on occasion. But I'll go with it's a dream all along. Another vote for it was a dream all along. Mike. Uh, I am going to vote for uh, he's not innocent, uh, just cause, even though I have not seen it and I don't even know what it is. Uh, but I'm actually voting against it was a dream all along for uh, a couple of reasons. Uh, number one, uh, 
I think that it's just too broad. It's not a specific twist. There are probably instances where it was a dream all along is not even a twist at all, um, but a, a given from the beginning. So because we're not being specific here, uh, that's reason number one. Reason number two, I don't think it's a legitimate plot device. I think it's mostly just a cop-out, and I think letting it move forward would be a cop-out on our part. I'll vote for just cause. Ah, God damn it, Mike. I'm in such a spiteful mood. Why don't you do that to me? I was all on board, and you're like, no. God damn it. Because, you know, it is one of the easiest ways to go, oh, shit, we fucked things up. Uh, <laughs> cover up our continuity errors. It was a dream. It was a dream. Uh, what is it? What is it, Hill Street Blues? Wasn't that a complete dream all along? No. Yeah, it was Hill Street Blues. Ocean Blues is a dream. New Heart is a dream. Both New Heart shows were, were a dream. Both New Heart. Um, what's the what, what is it? Dynasty? Saint Elsewhere. Saint Elsewhere. Dallas. Dallas. Like, come on. Family I got the guy. The last. Oh, Roseanne, dude. That's right. The last season of Roseanne. <laughs> How can I vote against so many? It was a dream all along. That's why it's generic because you can name fifty of them. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with. Oh wait, Wizard of Oz. Oh yeah, Wizard of Oz. See, look at no, that. No, that shit really happened. <laughs> Maria? Yeah. I don't know about that. Well, actually, I'm with Mike here. Nothing pisses me off than to watch a good story or show or read it, you know, a good book and then find out it was just all a dream. It's just, you know, it, yeah, anybody can write like that. You just write a bunch of crazy things, you do anything you want, and then, oh, it was a dream. Really? That's the best thing you can come up with? It? A dream? It just drives me crazy. I hate it. And uh, actually, I love Just Cost, one of the few movies that, you know, really surprised me when I thought it was finishing. Oh, no, it's not. It's not ending. Actually, there's a little more to this movie. This guy is not innocent and things are going to shit now. So um, I'm going to vote for Just Cost. And again, it was a dream all along. I hate that. <laughs> but it was. It was a dream all along. God damn it. You know what, Mike? We should totally do that at the end of the episode. Just It was a dream all along. But anyway. This episode does not exist. It was a dream all along. Uh, but it was a dream all along. Is moving on. Uh, we are on to our next fight. Pete, this one is yours. It's the first unknown of the evening. Uh, it is the return of Barry Allen. Uh, Flash, what is it, 74 through 79. Uh, Barry Allen returns. And then we find out it's not actually Barry Allen. It is the reverse Flash versus... Karen's pick, uh, they did it on purpose from Resident Evil. They actually released the virus on purpose in Resident Evil. Uh, Pete, go right ahead. Um, yeah, I'm not familiar with that run of uh, The Flash, so I, have to, I do know Resident Evil, so I will go with Resident Evil. I'll vote for Resident Evil. Uh, Mike? Uh, I will vote for The Flash. Uh, that was... That was really a great, uh, a great twist. I mean, there, there were really two twists. The first twist was uh, Barry's return because certainly nobody expected it uh, after this much time and after uh, the Wally West character had been established so well. And then uh, to see it all turn and not just, not only is it, is it not Barry, uh, but it's, it's his greatest uh, nemesis, but from a time before, you know, uh, Barry had killed him. Uh, so really, it, it, it kind of fooled me 
it had me thinking that this was them finally bringing Barry Allen back, which they would eventually do, unless that turns out to be reverse flash. Who knows? It's a twist. Could be. Um, so because that was really, they, they actually completely had me fooled. And, uh, and then at the end, not only was it, uh, not what I was expecting, but it was actually something that would, that should have been kind of obvious. And those, those to me are the best twists. Uh, vote for the return of Barry Allen. I, you know, even though I love resident evil and I did like the, Oh shit, that's how fucked up they are. They actually released it on purpose just to see what would happen. Uh, the return of Barry Allen is probably my favorite flash story. I, I love it to death. I can't vote against it. And I came I came to it years after it actually happened and read it. And I was convinced that, wait, they brought back Barry Allen again? Because Barry Allen would pop up from time to time, but it was a, during the last seconds before he died, he, he spent like 20 years doing this shit. Um, and I thought that's all it was going to be. Uh, so I'm going to vote for the return of Barry Allen. Uh, Maria? Um, I don't, unfortunately, I'm not familiar with um, the Flash, I you know, within evil, and I really don't care for it. But you know, you guys sound so passionate about this Flash thing, and you know, it sounds great. And you probably know a lot more about it than I do. So, um, because you're selling it very well, I'm going to go with the Flash, the return of Barry Allen. A uh, vote for the return of Barry Allen and Josh. Um, I can I just start by asking: Is it wouldn't Reverse Flash be like? the slowest man in the universe. <laughs> He's just a bad guy. That's all. <laughs> yeah, but if your power is reverse flash, you feel like molecularly slow. You're moving so slowly through time. Uh, that character's name was the turtle, right? Wasn't he the turtle? They yep, Bizarro's man alive. Bizarro flash. No, his name was the turtle. There was actually a super slow guy that could slow things way down. <laughs> they didn't make that, did they? Yeah, that's one of his first villains. Barry Allen was the very villains. first villain. Yeah, he's super <laughs> the slow. The turtle. Fucking gimmicks, man. The, no, um, it was the 1950s. That's all they had. Um. All right, um, well, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I liked Resident Evil. You know, as a as a game is pretty you know pretty good. Not a huge fan of the movies, but that plot point where they're just like, "Fuck it, let's make some zombies," is is basically true to both parts. Um, and, and I do think that it was one of those things that, again, you know, you find out pretty quickly, so it's not like a huge shocking reveal. So even though I don't know a ton about the Flash, just because they did have you know the Turtle Man or whatever, I'm going to vote for him. <laughs> the Turtle did not appear in that, but. The return of Barry Allen is moving on, and we are on to our next fight. Uh, Mike, this one is yours. Uh, once again, I'm going to say spoilers again, and this one is a pretty big one. Um, if you haven't watched Game of Thrones yet, probably should just stop the fucking episode now. It is the death of Ned Stark versus Jack is Tyler Durden. Uh, I'm going to vote for Jack is Tyler Durden um, because uh, the death of, of Ned Stark certainly was something that I didn't see coming. Um, but it was also very much just a, a fairly logical progression uh, of the story. I mean, I think for the most part, the reason why we don't see it coming is because typically that's not what happens to uh, what we consider to be the, the lead character. It's not something... Uh, out of our experience, it's just something that we've become accustomed to, a sort of a, a fictional contrivance. Um, 
but Jack is Tyler Durden. Uh, that that is my favorite type of twist. Not just a hey, things are going in a new direction, but things haven't been what you thought they were the whole time. And uh, that that completely blew me away. And I remember uh, Damon, you and and Pete trying desperately to talk about the movie because you'd seen it and I hadn't uh, without giving this away. And uh, and fortunately, you didn't because when it happened. I just, I, I just remember, holy shit, that's what they were talking about. And uh, you guys didn't even know there was a twist in there, but at least I, I knew something was coming. And uh, it just com- completely floored me. And then when it, it went back and sort of explained what, uh, what you had seen uh, in, in a different light, um, you know, it all just worked really, really well. And uh, I never saw it coming, and it was great stuff. Uh, vote for Jack is Tyler Durden. Uh, yeah, I actually forgotten how how great that twist actually is at the end of the movie because after 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 that twist, you really it's you go back and watch the movie maybe once, maybe twice, and I'm going to use this argument again later on. But this time I'm going. I think I'm going to vote because the death of Ned Stark is a, is is a current pop culture twist because all of the fucking advertisement was about Sean Bean. Being on this show, it is Sean Bean's new show on HBO. So they're sitting there getting ready to kill him, and you're like, "They're not going to kill him. They're not going to kill him." Wait, wait, what? And it's like an episode before the end. Like there, there's another episode after they kill him. I'm like, "What the fuck? They just killed off the main character, or what you thought was the main character?" Because it turns out the story is a, is an ensemble piece. Um. God damn it! But it, uh, but I didn't go back and watch to see. I, I'm uh, God damn it! I'm voting for Jack is Tyler Durden. Fuck Maria. This is tough for me too. Um, Game of Thrones. It's it's great. I definitely didn't see that coming. I, I thought the same thing. Like oh, you know something's going to happen. Somebody's going to save him in the last minute, and then he's dead. It really you know did it, and I couldn't believe it. And it it kind of you know it, it throws you off because you know. You, What's going to happen? Nothing is said definitely here. Um, and as, but as much as I, you know, love Game of Thrones and I'm obsessed with it, and I thought it was a great twist. Um, you know, Five Club and uh, Jack is Tyler Durden. It's just such a good twist. I didn't see it coming. Um, I was, you know, surprised. And uh, and I love how they explain it at the end. They make you view everything, you know, from a different angle, and and you buy it. You don't, you know, you're not left with this. Oh really? No, you you, you you buy it. You say, okay, this is possible. This this can you know this can happen, and I just love it. Plus, you know, Brad Pitt just looks so good in that movie. <laughs> I'm just gonna have to vote for um, jackets Tyler Durden. Uh, vote for Tyler Durden, uh, Josh. Um, I, I, it doesn't sound like anyone else. Did any of you guys read the book? Nope. Yeah. Uh, I okay. did. Well, yeah, before I watched the movie, I read the book, and I fucking figured out that twist in like the first five chapters. I was really pissed. I didn't really hear anything about it. It's just you know, it's one of the things on the you can read this for extra credit. So I fucking read it, figured out the twist, and then when you get to the end, it's just like it, it, it's. It, it, I mean, I've seen the movie, and the movie's good or whatever, and I'm not a huge fan of uh, Game of Thrones, but I just thought the way it was put together, it wasn't a very good twist. 
you know, um, in terms of mainly because in the book, it's like so heavy handed, but, um, I just, I didn't really think it was a good twist. So I guess I'd have to give it to game of Thrones. A vote for game of Thrones. I just realized we've got two books up against each other. How odd. Uh, and Pete. Yeah, but it's also a HBO miniseries and a movie. Uh, it's series, not a miniseries. Series. Pete. It'll end eventually. Uh, I got, well, I'm not really a, a Game of Thrones watcher, so I have to send my vote over to Fight Club. And Tyler Durden is moving on. <laughs> we are on to our next fight. Uh, there is no split personality from Primal Fear, just a pretty good moment, versus Michael Jackson was a monster too in Thriller. At the end of that, that the the video, the full video, not the short video, the full one where he turns and he's got the wolf eyes and you're like, oh shit, he's gonna eat that bitch. Um, that's a great twist. I like it a lot. But isn't it Ed Norton in Primal Fear? Oh yeah, yeah. When 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 you find out that that second personality that he that he's putting on, it's just a fucking act, and it's been a fucking act the whole entire time. He's just an evil motherfucker. You're like, holy shit, that's a great twist. And I'm sorry that I've wrecked it for everybody that hasn't seen it. I am voting for Primal Fear. Maria? Um, I love Primal Fear. I mean, it's, it's like you said, you, you can't believe it. And I remember watching this movie, and then when he comes out, and you see it in his face, you know, that it, it was... It was all it falls. There's no split personality. He played you. You just feel so stupid. I just felt so stupid. Like, how can I not see this? Um, you know, and, and then you look back in the movie and there's instances where you could have figured it out, you know, but you just wanted to leave him so badly. Um, and yeah, you know, I love MJ. Great video. You know, it was a great twist at the end where he looked up was like, oh, no shit. But come on, I have to give it to Primal Fear. There was no split personality. Uh, vote for Primal Fear, Josh. You know, MJ's my boy. He's he's up in heaven right now looking down on all of us. Ed Norton, you know, he's not my boy. He hasn't responded to my emails. Um, you know, so I'll, I'll have to give it up to MJ. You know, he's ghost. Uh, 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 <laughs> did you just see? <laughs> oh, vote. For Michael Jackson, uh, Pete. Yeah, I, I, I'm almost positive I saw Primal Fear, but I don't remember it sticking out in my head. Whereas the, the whole thriller thing, I thought was fantastic. So I'll toss a vote to MJ. Also, a, a vote for Michael Jackson. It is all tied up, and it comes down to you, there, Mike. Uh, I have not seen Primal Fear, uh, so for that reason. Plus, um, it is Michael Jackson. Uh, I want to vote for Thriller. But if I vote for Primal Fear, it's Ed Norton against Ed Norton. And since I don't really like Michael Jackson that much, uh, I'll go for Ed Norton versus Ed Norton and vote for Primal Fear. Uh, Vote for Primal Fear. And Primal Fear moves on. It's actually a really good movie, even if you already know the twist. But Primal Fear, and there is, there is no split personality, is moving on. We are on to our next fight. Maria, this one is yours. Uh, it is, who is Cartman's father 
versus Swamp Thing was never Alec Holland. Um, I, I I don't watch a lot of South Park. I, I did at the beginning, not you know, not so much now or in the last couple of years. Um, that was a good choice. It was funny. It was inventive. Um, Swamp Thing was never Alec Holland. I really not familiar with that. I'm mean, trying to explain a little bit to it, but I really didn't get it. I guess that who we thought was something end up not being something or something like that. Um, I'm just going to go who, um, who is Carmen's father? Who is Cartman's daddy? Josh. Um, this one, you know, I don't, I don't really like South Park. Um, and I kind of like Swamp Thing. Um, and I know neither of them are going to be winning options. So I'm going to go with Swamp Thing. Uh, vote for Swamp Thing, Pete. See, to me, Swamp Thing was always Alec Har- Holland, so I have to go with uh, who is Cartman's father. Uh, vote for Cartman's daddy, Mike. Uh, I will vote for Swamp Thing. Um, the Cartman's, uh, who is Cartman's father? I mean, and I think you'll probably mention there's multiple takes on on exactly what that means and, and what the twist is. Um, but it's it's mostly just kind of a a, a gimmick. Um, at least initially, and uh, it, it's primarily just kind of uh, done for a gag and for an, in, an inversion. Um, and then, then they switch, well, who is Cartman's mother? And uh, it, it, it's really just sort of a parody of, of that whole thing. But uh, the the Swamp Thing story, uh, that was anatomy lesson, was uh, really when Alan, when Alan Moore really relaunched uh, the character, uh, not only was it sort of redefining for the character, it was really kind of redefining uh, a redefining moment for comics. I mean, that was the beginning of uh, one of the beginnings of, of what, you know, eventually goes on to be, you know, Watchmen and Dark Knight and uh, and a lot of the changes that, that happened to comic books in the 80s. And most of that come from, comes from that reinvention of the Swamp Thing character and it being a success and, uh, and then the continuing that sort of reinvention of their characters forward. I'll vote for Swamp Thing. It's all tied up. It comes down to me. I've never cared about Swamp Thing. Never did. Plus, Who's Carbon Father is three twists with just one statement. The first twist was, I'll see in two weeks who, who's Cartman's father. And you turn it, tune in in two weeks because you want to know who Cartman's father was. And you start watching, Cartman's father is... We interrupt this program for a Terrence and Phillips special. And they start doing a Terrence and Phillips special. And you're 10 minutes into the episode and you go, no, they didn't. They're, they're not going to do this. Holy shit. And, and, and you go through the whole entire episode. It's an entirely a Terrence and Phillips episode. And they've only done that like four or five times in the history of the show. And at the very end, it goes, ha ha, April Fool's. And they're like, holy shit. They just pulled off one of the greatest April Fool's jokes of all time on me. People got super pissed off, so the very next week, they reveal that Cartman's father is his mother. Second twist. Okay, so Cartman's father is his mother. Down the line, it turns out that Scott Tinneman, the guy that Cartman made eat his mother, made you eat your parents, made you beat your parents, newest twist, Scott Tinneman's father is actually Cartman's father because Cartman's mother is a whore. He made his father, fa- made his half brother eat his father. So, uh, just because of all that convoluted bullshit that just came streaming out of my mouth, I'm going to be voting for 
who is Cartman's father. And uh, after that half hour, we are on to our next fight. Josh, this one is yours. Wow, that lined up perfectly. It's all part of the plan, which is from the game, which is an amazing movie, versus It Was Me, Austin. It Was Me All Along from the WWE slash F. I think you can get away with just saying F there, um, and we won't get won't get sued for that. You know, I really like the game. Like, I thought, even for all of its, like, gaping plot holes, like the bullets actually blowing shit up, even though they're blank. Um, you know, and a lot of the unbelievable stuff, like, how did they know exactly where he was going to go in Mexico? Um, it was a really good movie, but, you know, when I think back on events in my life that changed me, I would have to give it was me, Austin. It was me, Allah. As uh, you know, a defining moment for me in uh, you know trusting, trust, trusting old rich white dudes. Um, you know, and that's something I still carry with me, you know, to this day. So I'm going to have to give it to uh, to the uh, most shocking, you know, turn in the in the history of professional wrestling. A vote for wrestling, Pete. Uh, yeah. Uh... I, I gotta go for the game. The uh, I'm not a big wrestling. wrestling fan. I'll vote for the twist in the game, uh, Mike. Uh, I will also vote for the game. Uh, I really, uh, I really like that movie a lot. Uh, I think a lot of the stuff that that Fincher would eventually bring to uh, the the themes and ideas of of Fight Club, uh, he first starts playing with in this movie, and uh, and it's interesting that it also has uh, a kind of twist. Um, and yeah, there's, it, it may be far fetched in a lot of places. And if you go backwards and you can probably pick it apart, but, uh, you know, it, it, in the moment, uh, I really liked it and it really worked for me. And, uh, I, I know almost nothing about wrestling. Uh, vote for the game. <clears throat> I would love to vote for wrestling here, Josh. I honestly would, but I know absolutely nothing about it. And if you actually type in, it was me, Austin, it was me all along, it gives you a 10-second clip that just has uh, McMahon saying that shit. And it well, makes that's all you need to know, baby. It, it makes no sense. It, it was him. That's there's no context. But then there's a two-minute little video that has the context. But I didn't really care about WWE. And uh, the game made me care about a horrible person, which was Mike Douglas. In that movie. Uh, so I'm going to go with the game. Plus, how the fuck did they guess that he was going to jump off the, the building in the, that exact spot? They said they were going to throw him if he didn't jump. Well, I understood they were going to throw him, but <laughs> what if he decided to go off, I don't know, the south side of the building instead of the north side? Crazy little things like that. But I'm voting for the game. And Maria? Um, I absolutely nominated the game. Uh, I don't know a lot about wrestling i also look at the clip and apparently people are very passionate about this and was mind-blowing and changed people's lives and there was a lady crying i i really don't get it i'm sorry but you know i it was probably awesome but the game is one of my favorite movies and yes you can definitely pick it apart i mean it has a lot of plot holes and they have to be i mean super lucky for all the events to happen the way that they did and for this man not to get hurt for real but the truth is, it's a great movie, and you're entertained, and you care for the character, and, uh, you know, it moves you, so I'm going to vote for the game. And the game takes the win. We are on to our next fight. This is a fucking juggernaut. 
It is a shame they ended up next to each other, but they are two things that could have easily won this fight. It is Bruce Willis is dead in the sixth sense versus Verbal Kent. Well, isn't a nice guy. He's actually Kaiser Soze and the usual suspects. Pete, that's yours. Um, yeah, I got to go with the sixth sense. That one really did surprise me. A vote for the sixth sense, Mike. You're right. This really is tough. Um, this easily could have been uh, a final round matchup, and uh, I keep going back and forth. Um, Bruce Willis being dead in the sixth sense. I mean, that really has sort of become uh, like one of the definitive twists. And when you go back and look at it, it really is uh, very well done and and uh, and very tight, and it works really well. Uh, but so does uh, the Kaiser Soze stuff. Um, you know, there there's a little bit more subjectivity going on, so it's a little bit easier. Uh, but it's still just just as unexpected. Um, so ultimately, I'm going to decide this based on on an external factor, which uh, which is is really the only way I, I can choose as to which one actually got me more. Um, I had the usual suspects spoiled for me before I saw it. Uh, and uh, someone had said, I, I think I'd seen seven already. And I, I mentioned how much I like Kevin Spacey in that. And uh, and uh, my sister-in-law said, oh, yeah, and Kevin Spacey was so great as the villain in Usual Suspects. And I just went, I haven't seen that yet. So the whole movie, I knew already what was what was happening. So the twist didn't work on me as well because of outside uh, things. But uh, Bruce Willis being dead, that totally floored me. I never saw it coming, and uh, I still think to this day that that really is what made the movie. Uh, vote for The Sixth Sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, don't get me wrong. The verbal Kent shit is awesome, uh, and it is very subjective. He is telling the story, and then, you know, they slowly reveal things like, oh, look, that thing was in the background, that thing was in the background, um, which is cool. At the end of the movie, they show you how he did it. Sixth Sense, you go back and watch the movie, the entire movie, after knowing the, the twist, and it's there the whole time. You If you were paying attention, you could have seen it. You did see it. I'm sure Josh saw it. He sees everything. But literally, if you go back and watch it after, after you learn the twist of the movie, you see it all the way till the end of the movie. You're like, holy shit, how did I not see that he doesn't actually talk to his mother? Like, I, you know, there, there are so many things where he doesn't actually interact with his wife, not because his wife, is, you know, it, 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 they have a cold marriage because of a dead kid or whatever, but because he's not there. He's actually dead. And uh, what M. Night Shyamalan or whatever his name is got six movies from this one twist. <laughs> so I have to vote for Bruce Willis is actually dead in the sixth sense. Maria. These are two of my favorite movies um, for different reasons. Um, the Usual Suspects, I, I didn't know about it, actually. And then um, I think it was Amin who told me about it. And he said, oh, it was awesome. And I watched it, and I didn't see it coming. And I was surprised because all, you know, all the clues were there. And I, I was actually quite aggravated that I didn't see it coming. And it surprised me. I thought it was cool. Um, I liked the, the narration aspect of it. There's a lot of things that I like about it. Um, with the sixth sense, and this happens to me in all his movies, this character, I forgot his name, but for every single movie this happens to me, I 
just knew. About a couple of minutes into the movie, I just thought, oh, this guy's dead. And and uh, it, I don't know what it is, but it happens to me with all his movies. It's just, it just kind of unraveled for me really quickly. So I wasn't surprised. And I actually was surprised that people were surprised. Um, so I feel kind of bad because it didn't surprise me. I wanted to be surprised, but it just was kind of obvious. I, I can't explain it. And because of that, because I did see that one coming and I didn't see, um, you know, the usual suspects, um, him being Kaiser Sosa coming, I'm going to go with that one. Although the Sixth Sense is probably the better movie and it's going to win, but. <laughs> uh, vote for Verbal Kick. Josh. Yeah, you, you were right, Damon. I did figure that one out. Um, you know, and I, I thought it was a really good movie. You know, unlike a lot of uh, Shyamalan's other films where it's like, okay, what the fuck? And, <laughs> and uh, um, you know, with uh, with uh, The Usual Suspects, I actually did have that one kind of spoiled for me. But I thought the, the twist about The Usual Suspects was, you know, that Kaiser Soze wasn't really wasn't really real either. He was just a guy that, you know, this this dude made up just like he made up Verbal Kid, you know. Like, he made so many different personas that he could do whatever he wanted whenever he wanted to, uh, you know, and still look like Kevin Spacey, uh, you know, which is really cool. So I'd have to vote for the usual suspects on this one because it's, you know, even though I, I've had it spoiled, it's just, it's such a, a interesting, uh, uh, you know, thing. A vote for the usual suspects, but the sixth sense is moving on. We are on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. Uh, it is Stephen King's The Mist, which I make if I'm uh, if I'm pretty sure at the end of the movie. I haven't seen. I haven't read the book. But in the movie, uh, the, he kills everybody, like because they, they're all they all think they're gonna die, and then the U.S. military shows up and. Uh, he he saved one bullet for himself. Oh no, he didn't save a bullet for himself. He had just killed his son, and uh, the military shows up to save everybody. But everybody's already dead, and that's the twist in that. Versus Meryl Streep is impregnated by three men in Mamma Mia to make a super baby. Thank you, Josh. Uh, go ahead, Mike. Um, I have not seen Mamma Mia, uh, and uh, I, I did see The Mist, and and I enjoyed it a great deal, and I thought that was a great twist. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I really would not see Meryl Streep getting impregnated by three men coming. So I will vote for that. Well, how else would she get impregnated? But <laughs> <laughs> <Come on. laughs> I'm proud of that one. Uh, a vote for Meryl Streep. Uh, I like how fucked up that twist is at the end. He literally just got done shooting his son in the head like an eight-year-old uh, and, and didn't have a bullet to kill himself. He was just like, I'm going to sit here and let this monster tear me apart. Oh, you guys are saved. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to vote for Stephen King's The Mist. Uh, Maria? I, I haven't seen Mamma Mia. Um, the Mist, I actually, it's like, a, it's like a short story. Well, not a short story. It's a story in a book. Maybe a hundred page long, and it ends differently in the book. Um, it's more open ending, but in the movie, the twist is—it's just—it really gets you because you think, "Oh my God!" You know, he is actually make, doing a sacrifice. He's cast four bullets, and there's five people in the car. 
So he kills, you know, the other three people, and then he kills his son the last and, and out of mercy because he doesn't want him to be, you know, tear apart by this monster to have this horrible death. And right when he thinks that the monsters are going to get him, it's actually, you know, the army. It's U.S. Army, and, you know, they could have all been saved, but because, you know, they didn't have any faith, they, you know, he just killed his son. And it, 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 it made me go crazy that that happened. Um, and I almost like it more than the book, like almost. Um, so I'm definitely going to vote for um, The Mist. I'll vote for The Mist. Uh, Josh. Um, the Mist, the, the book, the, the short story was good. Um, the ending to the movie, I thought was one of the most hilarious things I've ever seen in the theater. Uh, I was literally laughing. I had tears just because it was so, so funny to me that, um, you know, they go out on their own. He fucking ices his neighbors and his kid. And then the trucks roll by. And he gets out of his car and he's like pulling the trigger in his mouth and he's screaming. And then he sees that fucking lady from the start of the movie that's like, help me. So it's just, it's really hilarious to me. Uh, you know, and I, I don't like voting against my own picks, you know, because that's like kind of bullshit. But, you know, um, you know, I just thought it was so hilarious. And, you know, when you talk about Meryl Streep, you know, getting the, the, the train run on her and then having a, a Super Saiyan baby in, in Italy. You know, that's, you know, that's one of those things, uh, you know, that's, um, it's one of those things. So, um, I guess, you know, uh, let's, um, let's go with the, the mist cause it's, it's very funny. A vote for the mist and Pete. Actually it was Greece, Josh. Um, Oh, it was Greece. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, yeah. You know, I had heard, I had that, that whole Stephen King, the mist ending spoiled for me. And I just knew from that twist that I was going to hate the movie. So I, I refused to watch it. Um, and, uh, I just thought that twist in, uh, Mama Mia was, uh, so ridiculously, um, stupid because it wasn't a period piece. It was happening nowadays. So it's like, what, you can't just get a blood test, find out who the dad is. What's up? Um, so I gotta go with Mamma Mia. Uh, vote for Mamma Mia, but the mist is moving on in a squeaker, because wow. Anyway, we are on to our next fight. Uh, it is, Nick isn't the main character, and he's fighting against people who are uh, who have already been dead for a hundred years, because it's all a simulation. Uh, well, mostly a simulation from Metal Gear Solid 2 uh, versus Leela wasn't actually in a coma in the sting. I didn't play Metal Gear Solid 2. I don't remember the sting at all. I'm pretty sure I've seen it, but I don't remember it. Couldn't remember it from it from anything. I'm going to flip a uh, space Lincoln penny. Uh, let's see. Ow. The sting was the one with the giant bees. Yeah. Oh, I, and Bender gets the uh, the tape, so he has to dance. Oh, see. I was thinking it was the movie. You didn't write Futurama. See? I wasn't thinking right. I know what you're talking about. That is a good twist. That's a great twist, you doofus. Yeah, you're <laughs> absolutely right. Thank you for clarifying that it was Futurama. You know, there's a movie called The Sting. Yeah, but I thought you've seen The Sting, and you would know that I, I'm, talking about a, I'm talking about Leela? That's the name of The Sting? I don't know. You're fucking high. <laughs> <laughs> 
I saw I no Mike is I saw this thing when I was like ten, <laughs> so I can't remember it. Uh, but I will be voting for Leela and Futurama. See, I didn't know uh, Maria. Um, I don't know anything about the first one. Snake isn't the main character because I don't play video games. Um, I love Futurama, so Leela was actually in a coma. Uh, Leela was actually in a coma. Uh, Josh. Um, I did play Metal Gear Solid 2, um, and I pretty much, you know, had, had a stroke because the story was just like, come on, dude, you know, get a, get a, get a guy to help you with the plot here. This is, this is fucking shitty. Um, and, uh, Futurama is pretty much my favorite television show. Um, uh, so I'm going to have to vote for Futurama on this one. Another vote for Futurama, or as Pete will call it, Futurama. Pete, go ahead. Who calls it that? Pete does. Pete does? I call it Futurama. What are you talking about? You always call it Futurama. I do not. Yes, you do. Go back and listen to the tape, buddy. (laughs) Um, Well, even though I picked the Metal Gear Solid 2 one because it was the the best video game one I could come up with, um, I have to go with this thing because that show is so great. Uh, vote for Futurama and Mike. Uh, I will vote for Futurama. That's it. You nailed it. Another vote. Making it a clean sweep. And we are on to our last fight of the first round. Uh, it's the other unknown fight. It's Jared's pick. It is What's in the Box from Seven versus... E.T. isn't really dead in E.T. He comes back to life like Jesus. Maria, that one is yours. Um, I like you know, both of the movies. Actually, this is incredible, but I didn't watch E.T. until like two years ago. Um, I'd never seen it. I didn't see it as a kid. Um, I thought it was just a weird-looking character. And then I saw it, and I oh, cried and everything like a girl that I am. Um, but I don't think that's a twist. I mean, come on. You, you kind of know he's going to come back to life. It's, you know, come on. It's a kid's movie. can't be that sad, the ending. But Seven, I mean, come on. That was, that was a great movie, a great twist. It, you know, it kept you on, on your feet the whole time. The characters were so interesting. It was really well developed. And when that, when they opened that box and you realize what's going on, it, at least for me, it was devastating. And, uh, and it was, a shocker, and maybe not so much a twist, but it was definitely a shocker. So I'm gonna go with seven. Uh, vote for seven, Josh. Um, I, I would just like to go on record and say that I was hoping one of the unknowns was the movie Unknown with Liam Neeson, where the twist was he remembers how to kick the bad guy's ass. Um, but it. it <laughs> You know, uh, Seven is is one of those movies that, you know, is just, it's so good, Um, you know, and, and, you know, whenever it's on, like, AMC or whatever, I always watch it. So I'm going to be voting for Seven, but I always thought what would have been a cooler thing than the head in the box would have been, like, if it was his unborn, you know, his wife's unborn fetus ripped out of her in the box. I thought that would be be much more uh, brutal and and much, much more interesting. So there you go. Seven. and and my my tips for filmmaking. <laughs> Vote for seven, uh, Pete. Well, since it was my pick, I'll go for seven. Another vote for seven, Mike. Uh, 
this is this is tough because you know David Fincher's gotten a lot of uh, love on this, and uh, and Steven Spielberg has not. But uh, I never really saw E.T. Uh, coming back is, is kind of a twist. Um, you know, that's only a twist if you really think the story is going to end uh, at that point. Uh, but, and, and, you know, maybe, and many people uh, may have. I mean, Damon, like you said, you saw this when you were young. Uh, by the time I saw it, I realized, well, they're not going to spend 20 more minutes uh, of this movie or half an hour of this movie just dealing with this dead alien. And I really didn't think that they were going to uh, uh, sort of leave it there. Could I could I say something really quick? Sure. I just wanted to say David Fincher never turned all the guns in the movie into cell phones. Uh, th- now there was a twist. I wasn't. I didn't see that coming. Um, but uh, but I will. I will go with seven. I'll vote for seven. No, Spielberg turned them into walkie talkies in the re-release. What is it? Twentieth anniversary or twenty fifth? Something like that. One of the two. Wait. Well, yeah, what? That really happened? Yeah, yeah. He, he changed all the guns in E.T. into walkie-talkies. Yeah, in the special what, edition. Why? In the special edition, because... These guns they, are scary to children. It was scary to children, and they changed the word terrorist to... What did, she, what did they change the word terrorist to in that movie? I don't remember. They also cut out the penis breath. Yeah. Wow, that sounds like a not definitive edition of the film. Yeah, well, I'm sure they're going to come out with another one. It's 2012, so it's 30 years that movie's been around. Wow! Holy shit! ET's the 30th anniversary. In the uh, in the upcoming Blu-ray, they take out the walkie-talkies and they put in candy bars. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wonder if they're gonna gonna re redo the Reese's bits then you know, with the different candy. Anyway, uh, let me let me get my vote in real quick before <laughs> before we go on a tangent and go on break. Uh, the, what's in the box is a fucking twist. That whole scene leading up to what's in the box is a fucking twist. Because he's leading them out to the desert, and you don't know what it's for. You just know it's not going to be good. And it's awesome. So, what's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? Anyway, uh, that's what's moving on. We'll be back right after these messages from stuff. I don't know what else is going on. This is in the future. mission at C2E2. C2E2. 
Investigate all geek fights, live shows, meetups, and hangouts. Your mission will be to rendezvous with your favorite geek fights hosts. Game and Shaw. Testcraft. Brian Townsend. And geek fights most talented, most handsome, guest panelist, Alan. And what Geek Fights live event could be complete without the shark? Like our teeth, bitches! For further intelligence, monitor all Geek Fights episodes. Imperative information can also be found at geekfights.net and c2e2.com. We'll see you in Chicago at this year's C2E2. I'm Phil Shaw, and you're listening to Geek Fights. We are back doing what we do every week. Uh, coming at you with the Jared Formby trademarked uh, geek cred. Sorry, I had to cough there. There was a bunch of phlegm in my throat because I had been waiting for so long. Anyway, you want to do another take? There's no other take. Take. Uh, coming at you with geek cred. We're going to start with Maria. Maria, what is your geek cred? Um... My geek cred is that I'm married to Amin, who is a professional geek, and uh, I've been actually learning from him. But I'm also a huge sci-fi fan since I was a kid. My dad um, just brought me to the world of sci-fi. Um, and uh, what else? I, I would say that's that's it. Oh, and I'm also very geeky in the fact that I read a lot and I love knowing about everything. And you love knowing about everything. And there was some weird music playing in the background. I don't know where that was coming from. Myself, but sorry. Sweetness. Anyway, uh, let's go to Josh. Josh Van Vizi. What is your geek cred, sir? My geek cred is it's just that easy. No, um, uh, my geek cred includes, um, you know, being very interested in all sorts of different stuff. And uh, most recently, uh, freestyle contest winner. Um, I won a real major award. You can check me out on uh, YouTube. Uh, search Josh Van Valkenburg keyword on the AOL search bar. Um, you'll get to see all my all my daily videos, my reviews, uh, news and opinions. Um, you can like me on Facebook. I have a, a fan page, and I'm verified on Twitter at 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 uh, at at Josh Van Valkenburg. Uh, no, it's Jay Van Valkenburg. At Jay Van Valkenburg. Like me on, on Twitter. I say all sorts of mean-spirited stuff to famous people. Uh, but you have to actually follow both ends, so it doesn't work. Anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, well, guess what Geek Fights just got? Uh, 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 <laughs> I guess some mean-spirited tweets that you'll be able to see if you look back a month into Josh's speed. Anyway, here, uh, Pete. What is your geek cred, sir? Uh, well, I'm a third-generation geek, as uh, longtime listeners will know. My uh, grandmother was a geek. My dad was a geek. And uh, I continue in the geeky tradition. Um, I'm into uh, comic books, uh, sci-fi, um, and a whole mess of other stuff. <clears throat> Thank you very much, Pete. And um, let me read this for, for those of you that really can't go back a month into the feed. 
Uh, eat shit, you butt fucker. Uh, exclamation point, one, one, exclamation point, one, one, exclamation point. Thank you, Josh. Uh, let's, Anytime. Get, let's get back into the fighting. Josh, this one is yours. It is Luke, I am your father, versus old boy. He was fucking his wife, his, his daughter. Um, you know, when you think about I am your father, they're both kind of I am your father. Um, it's just, uh, uh, you know, um, Darth never had sloppy anal sex with Luke or Leia, uh, as opposed to old boy who, who did with, with his daughter. Um, and again, if you go with what's more brutal, hey, I found a new daddy, or hey, my daddy just, <laughs> my daddy just gave me a hot facial, um, I would have to say that, um, you know, old boy's twist is much more brutal. And uh, when you think about the best twist, the best twist is always the one that fucks you up the hardest. Uh, vote for old boy. Pete. Um, yeah, I'm going to keep it going with uh, Luke. I am your father. I don't know enough about old boy to uh, be able to offer a valid opinion. Uh, Mike. Uh, I will vote for uh, Darth Vader. Uh, you know, one is, is basically fucking your child. The other is fucking your child up. And, um, yeah, I'd say chopping your kid's hand off. Well, I don't know if that's better than banging him. But, uh, I'll go with that anyway, just because I like Star Wars and I haven't seen Old Boy. Uh, vote for Luke, I am your father. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, doesn't he cut out his own tongue after he finds out so he can't tell her? Yeah, yeah, he cuts out his own tongue and gets hypnosis to forget the whole thing. Yeah. And then, uh, he ends up getting back with her anyway, so. Oh, that's right. <laughs> he ends up fucking her anyway. Uh, yeah, I gotta go with old boy just for just for the fact that that twist will almost always be there. Luke, I am your father. Will slowly fade into the ether of things that happened in the past. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Maria. Which one takes the win? Wow. Um, I really didn't want to be responsible for this. Okay, in an old boy. You know, you're shocked. Um, what I really find so weird is that, you know, he does go to a hypnotist to try to get his memory removed so he can continue, basically, to be with his daughter as her lover. And uh, But this is a conscious decision. While he's going to the hypnotist, he knows that, you know, she is his daughter. And he's going to forget this and most likely go fuck her again. Which is really, really messed up if you think about it. Um, Very. Yes, horrible. Uh, however, you know, with um, Look, I'm Your Father, what you mentioned before is true. All these now prequel movies, you know, one, two, three, now that you see that, there is no twist. If you see them in order, it's just like, yeah, you know, just normal continuation. So it, it's completely spoiled. And, uh, oh, my God, I just, this is so hard. Um, in my opinion, although it's a better twist, it's the most disturbing twist, but... Star Wars is so big in pop culture. Everybody knows about it. Everybody that I, I just feel obligated to vote for it. So I'm, uh, I'm going to vote for Luke. I'm your father. Uh, vote for Luke. I am your father. And Luke, I am your father is moving on. We are on to our next fight. Pete, this one is yours. It is the twist that is, the Matrix world is the real world uh, versus... Come on, baby, let's do the twist, and then have the fat boys start talking. 
Um, okay, I got to go with the uh, the Matrix. I thought the Fat Boys was fun, but I don't think it needs to get passed around too. Uh, vote for the Matrix, Mike. Uh, I will vote for the Matrix because uh, I really uh, I I don't even really remember that song. I mean, I remember the original one, um, but prior to seeing this list, I had forgotten about the Fat Boys version. So I vote for the Matrix. Oh, vote for the Matrix. Prior to seeing this list, not only did I forget about this version, <laughs> I forgot about the Fat Boys all together. <laughs> um, but they've got the twist where they bring in Chubby Checker, and Chubby Checker basically does the whole entire. It's it's a it's a modern. It's a two years, three years later mashup of the Chubby Checker and. Um, and, and the Fat Boys, just like Run DMC and Aerosmith got together, it's very similar because Chubby Checker does the whole entire Twist song, and then they just add rap to like the other beats. Uh, shocking twist. It is a shocking twist. Do I vote? Uh, I can't vote for it. Uh, as much as I want to, I don't want there to be the fucking hint of it making making it up against Luke. I am your father. When people have been wavering on that one, and the twist makes it into the final four. <laughs> Fuck that. I voted for the Matrix. Maria. Um, AC the Matrix. And Josh. I think you've all made a grave miscalculation, in in the importance of the Matrix. Um. You know, mainly because, you know, Matrix, it, it, who, who watches the Matrix? No one. Who, who does the twist? Every fat guy at a wedding that can't dance. Everyone does the twist. Everyone. <laughs> they're all, they're all being so you So your vote is for the twist? The twist. <laughs> Come <Yeah>. on, baby! Ha 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 Yes, that was another fat boy cover. <laughs> They covered Wipeout, too. I eat 35 pounds of bacon. <laughs> anyway, the Matrix is moving on. We are on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is Psycho versus Soylent Green. This uh, this really is tough. I mean, these are our two iconic uh, battles again. Uh, I, you know, I think Psycho is going to edge out Soylent Green... Um, because at the end of the day, the only thing I remember about Soylent Green is that it is people, um, and, uh, Psycho, it's, it's really so much a better movie that that just kind of makes the twist uh, all the better. And, and also that twist at the beginning of the movie, Norman's kind of creepy. Then it doesn't take too long for you to realize he's crazy. And then when you find out about his mama, you realize, no, He's psycho. I'll vote for psycho. But this is not what is the better movie. This is best twist. And the fact that the only thing we remember about Silent Green is that it's people. It, it, it's a twist that will stand the test of time. Just because Silent Pete Green is people, damn it. Uh, I... I love that. Isn't there a Saturday Night Live sketch with uh, Phil Hartman? And it was a bunch of other things that happened to be people, too, and he just kept doing it. Uh, I'm going to go with Soylent Green's people. Maria? 
Um, I haven't seen Silent Green's people. It, it sounds awesome. I'm dying to see it. But the 14-year-old me would kill me if I vote against Alfred Hitchcock. And um, I'm just going to go for Psycho. Uh, vote for Psycho. Josh. Um, you know, all I really have to say is, um, take your hands off me, you damn dirty psycho. Uh, again, Chuck Heston, literally a legend. And, you know, when you think about the twists, what's the best twist? You know, uh, people as, as a, as a food substitute, not, not, um, you know, something I would want to deal with. Versus a guy with serious mommy issues, you know that's that's not too bad. So uh, Soylent Green, much better twist, um, almost as good as Chubby Checker and the Fat Boys. But uh, <laughs> we'll give we'll give it a vote here. We're going for for Soylent Green. Uh, vote for Soylent Green being people. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Pete. Which one takes the win? Well, since I picked it, I got to go with Psycho. Uh, only because you picked it. Psycho, only because you picked it. What a coward! Psycho. Not only because I picked it. However, <laughs> go ahead. I'm not going to go against my pick. All right. Psycho takes the win. We are on to our next fight. It is. It was a dream all along. Versus the return of Barry Allen. Um. Sorry, I, I'm going to keep voting for it was a dream all along. I like uh, Barry Allen a lot. I love The Return of Barry Allen. It's a great Flash story written by Mark Wade. I can't remember who did the art on that one. Was it a bunch of different guys, Mike? Do you remember? It was mostly Greg LaRock. Okay. See, there we go. But uh, it was a great story. But I'm going to go with It Was a Dream All Along because there's like 30 of them. Yeah. Old school geek logic. Maria? Um, I love good storytelling. There's nothing that... Um for me, demonstrate more intelligence or um, talent than good storytelling. And it's a dream all along. It's just not good storytelling. It's it's a cop-out. It's something that you do when you don't have an explanation, when you have gone way far, you know, and then you now say, oh, shit, how am I going to explain all this? And you okay, it was a dream. And I hate that. I, I want to be wild. And that's not a wild, actually. That's just, oh, it was a dream. It's, it's, it's disappointing. It's and when things are really, really crazy, it's really not even a twist because they're so crazy that, you know, the fact that there's a dream is not even a twist. It's actually kind of logical, you know. Um, so, um, although I don't know anything about The Flash, I'm going to vote against It Was a Dream All Along. So, uh, Vote for the return of Barry Allen. Josh. Um, you know, you talk about you know, impact on, uh, on, uh, um, you know, on, on, uh, on, you know, storytelling, you know, and everything like that. Um, and you talk about, you know, Barry Allen, you know, coming back, um, you know, um, you know, uh, from, from the, from, from, you know, wherever he, wherever he came from, you know, fat, fast country, you know, or whatever that is, but you know, it, it's uh, you know, it's a, it's a, it's um, it's a dream all along. A vote for it was a dream all along. Uh, Pete. Okay, first of all, fuck Wally West. <laughs> the Flash was always Barry Allen to me. 
And uh, the fact that they, then they bring him back and make him reverse Flash, that is, it sounds like you're talking about two, part, two sides of the same coin here. Second, I am voting for It's a Dream All Along just for the uh, Family Guy version of it, which I absolutely loved, where Stewie kills Lois. Um, fuck you. Wally West is the Flash. He's my goddamn Flash. I'm changing my vote. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Mike. You know, I was uh, I was all set to to just go along with the with the uh, it's a uh, it's a dream uh, until you said uh, fuck Wally West. Uh, I I agree completely, Damon. Uh, so fuck it's a dream. Uh, now it's a nightmare, bitches. Wally West. Hey, can I just uh, do a rebuttal to that? Sure. It's a nightmare. What, what's that? You know, um, Stephen King once said, nightmares exist outside of logic, and there's little fun to be had in explanations. They're antithetical to the poetry of fear. Really? Did you just pull a a meaningful (laughs) quote out of your ass? (laughs) That's that's my favorite quote from Stephen King. All right. uh, I I think it's uh, uh, very important to remember that a dream is one step away from a nightmare, and that's where the twist begins, baby. All right, but the return of Barry Allen is moving on because Wally West is the real Flash. Fuck you, DC Comics. That's why I don't read Flash now. And we're on to our next fight. Uh, Maria, this one is yours. It is Jack is Tyler Durden versus there is no split personality. It is an Ed Norton brawl. It's all yours. Wow. Um, oh, my God. Two of my favorite movies really hard. Okay, which one was more shocking to me? Which one? It's I have to. I really don't know. Um, I'm gonna go, you know, with the one that make me feel stupid. With the one that I was like, shit, how did I did not see that? Or why didn't I see that? Or I should have seen that <laughs> coming. So, um, and that was definitely uh, primal fear. I think that in Fight Club. It's not that I saw it coming, but I kind of knew. You always had the sense that something was up, that something wasn't just right. So the twist is surprising in itself, but the fact that there was a twist wasn't a surprise. In Primer Fear, I was surprised that there was a twist at all and that, you know, this guy didn't have any split personality. So I'll go with Primal Fear. I'll vote for Primal Fear. Josh. Um, it just because, you know, um, uh, I'm not. Jack's raging bile duct. I'll have to go with Cape Fear. I love Robert De Niro. Thought it was a great. It's kid. Primal Fear. <laughs> What'd I say? Cape Fear. Well, Bobby's still one of my favorite actors, so I'm gonna have to give it give it up to him. He's not even in Primal Fear. Oh well. Um, mm. Are you still voting for Primal <laughs> Fear? <laughs> yeah. yeah oh. All right then, uh, Pete. Uh, yeah, Fight Club. Uh, vote for Fight Club. Mike? Yeah, I will also stick with Fight Club. Uh, you know, again, I did not see Primal Fear, so, uh, I don't really, you know, I I can't really judge it too specifically, but, you know, at least from the sound of it, uh, just this premise that he he basically just fooled, uh, some people. But in, in, uh, in Fight Club, it was not only just like the people in the story that were, were fooled. It, I mean, it was the character fooling himself and, and fooling us. And it really, 
just kind of changes your understanding of what this movie really is about. Um, I, I read the the book after I saw the movie, so obviously by then I, I already knew what the twist was. So maybe maybe in the book it would have been given away earlier, but at least in the movie. And then there's a few cheats, there's a few few things that Fincher does that, that actually uh, doesn't work and it doesn't hold up in some spots. But uh, just because here's an example where the twist isn't just uh, isn't gimmick, it's it's really essential to the movie and, and it's telling the audience that everything you have thought up until this point is wrong. Um, those are my favorite twists, so Fight Club. Uh, vote for Fight Club. That sucks for me. It's all tied up. It comes down to me. And I really do like both of these movies and <sighs> Primal Fear is it's a, it's a court case movie and lots of people don't like court case movies, but uh, if I'm not remembering it correctly, Ed Norton is a, uh, what do you call those things? He's a, a young person in the church. And I'm going to go with Catholic, but I don't think it's specifically Catholic. I think it's just the church. And it turns out that the uh, one of the head priests is, is having people perform sex acts in his office and filming it. And Ed Norton seems like a nice young man in that. And uh, he, one day he snaps and he kills not only the person he's having sex with, but he's also ki- he also kills the priest that's making him do that. And the whole entire movie, you see a really calm, nice guy that you actually like. You actually like him. Um, and every now and again, the bad personality pops up. And he's a fucking dick. And you don't like him. You want this poor kid to be free from this little thing. This... Oh, oh, poor guy. I, oh, I feel so bad for him. I feel so bad that he's got this. And then, you know, uh, isn't it Robert Redford? I can't know. It's not Robert Redford. What's it? It's uh, Richard Gere. That's Richard Gere. Gets him off. He gets him off and you're feeling great. <laughs> you're feeling good. And not that kind of gets him off. <laughs> Richard Gere joke. Uh, he, 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 he gets him set free. He's innocent. Everything's great. The world is great. This character that you like, he's going to get a little bit of medical attention. He'll get rid of that split personality and he'll be gone to function as a, a good human being in the rest of the world. And uh, then you find out that the good person that you fell in love with for the whole entire movie doesn't exist. There was no split personality. He was actually just the dickish guy who killed a priest and, and a, 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 a woman because he wanted to. Not because he was pushed uh, too far or anything. It's he just wanted to do it. He's an asshole and he's evil. And that twist was fucking awesome. You've also got Tyler Durden, ah, and my heart right now is saying Primal Fear, but that's because I'm remembering Primal Fear and I remember how awesome that moment is. Uh, the Tyler Durden moment is fucking awesome too. They're both Ed Norton. Well, Damon, why don't you think about what's a more effective ending on the audience? How did you feel after you found out what was going on in Primal Fear? How did you feel when you found out what was going on in, in Fight Club? You know, And how did the characters feel? Cause the thing is, I don't remember how I felt for Fight Club. That's and because it wasn't memorable. No, it, no, it, no, it, no, it that's matter. not why. That's not why. Because I watched Fight Club so many times, it lost its effect. Because I've seen it so many times. Primal Fear, I've seen like twice. So whenever I go back to remember Primal Fear, I remember that 
first or second time I saw it, and that's it. Um, but yeah, but, but but Damon, we all know. Oh, 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 stop, want... stop, stop! Because you're about to ruin it for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Don't hey, don't be Jack's raging brainer, okay? Don't uh, overthink. I am it. going to be voting for Fight Club here. Uh, because I did watch Fight Club a hundred fucking times. That's the only reason the twist has lost its effectiveness is because I've seen it that many times. And uh, Fight Club, Tyler Durden, moving on. For a half a second there, Pete almost shot it all in the foot. Because everybody knows, don't try and egg somebody on when they're waffling. They will vote the exact opposite of the way you want them to. Uh, I was just going to make a reference to an earlier geek fight. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Tyler Durden, moving on. We are on to our next fight. Josh, this one is yours. It is Who is Cartman's Father versus It's All Part of the Plan from the game. Um, you know, uh, Sean Penn, Kirk Douglas, um, one of the greatest, greatest movies of all time. I can't believe they made, you know, Douglas look as young as they did, you know, to have Sean, Sean Penn play his brother like that. You know, he was, he was about 60-something when they shot that film, you know, and that took a, took a lot for, for a real old guy to get into that, you know. So I'm going to have to give it to Kirk Douglas and the game, you know, because that twist, jump it, jumping all the way down, having a big-ass party, spending lots of money, it's, you know, it's that's the kind of twist. That's a, a twist. Uh, vote for the game. It's Michael Douglas. Um... <laughs> I think it's Kirk Douglas. He is not Spartacus. Go ahead, Pete. Um, I'm lost. Where are we at now? The game versus what? Uh, who is Carmen's father? Uh, yeah, I'll go with who is Carmen's father. Mike? <clears throat> uh, I will go specifically for the, uh, the April Fool's uh, Day joke uh, part of who is Carmen's father. Because that really was... A twist that none of us saw coming, even even when we were in the middle of it. Uh, vote for who is Cartman's father? God damn it! I like the game, and I didn't I didn't see the twist coming in the game. But I've already I've already explained how many fucking twists there are in the statement. Who is Cartman's father? Uh, and and the initial twist is fucking badass. I love the shit out of it. Uh I love that. I love. I love April Fool's jokes on me, in that. Uh, no, you, you're not really doing this. You're not really doing this. And and for how much it pissed people off, people were in a fucking tizzy over that shit. They were talking about canceling. Well, not watching the show anymore because they were so mad at the April Fool's show, and because it spawned a whole other episode. I'm gonna vote for who is Carmen's father, uh, and Maria. Um, well, it doesn't really matter, but I will be voting for the game just because I love that movie and I want to give it some love. <laughs> uh, vote for the game. I love it too. But who is Cartman's father is moving on. We are on to our next fight. Pete, this one is yours. It is Bruce Willis is dead versus the mist. Uh, I will definitely be voting for the sixth sense here. Uh, vote for the sixth sense. Mike. Yeah, I will vote for the sixth sense because, uh, again, the 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 killing of the kid. It, it, it's kind of going back to how we're defining a twist, and uh, I mean that is you may not have seen it coming, 
but it really doesn't doesn't propel things in a different direction. It's just, wow, that's pretty fucked up. So it's really just more sadly ironic than, uh, and in the incorrect uh, Alanis Morissette use of the word ironic, uh, than a real twist. So, um, so yeah, I'm going to vote uh, against the mist. A vote against the mist, not necessarily a vote for the sixth sense. Um, I will be voting for the sixth sense. Uh, now that I have a problem with the mist, it's the six goddamn sense. Uh, Maria. Um, I, I can agree with Mike in the sense that it wasn't a twist for the movie, but it's it's definitely a twist for the character. If you put yourself in you know his position, um, he didn't see that coming. He just killed his son, and his life is going to change not just by the events that happened with the mist, but because he killed his son. So, um, seeing it that way, I, I think there is uh, a twist and a change that we see that we don't see what happens after the movie for this character. Um, but although the sixth sense didn't really surprise me this that much, I, I do feel that it represents a lot of movies. Um, the director, like Damon said, got like six other movies, all of them much crappier than the sixth sense for that one, and all of them trying to replicate the twist thing. Um, so oh, but the sixth sense was good. I love Bruce Willis, and uh, I did you know the acting was good, it, it was I liked the filming, so I just I'll, I'll go with um, the sixth sense. Uh, vote for the sixth sense and Josh. Um, okay, uh, you know, I'm really thinking about it here, and again, like I said, the mist, you know, was uh, that was one of my favorite favorite moments in, in, in cinema that I've ever seen. Was, was that that ending, you know, and uh, you know, Tom, Tom Jane, phenomenal actor. No, he's not. You know, he was like, they say the government opened the window to another dimension, and it turned into a door. Then he said, God's going to sit this one out. I'm the punisher. Um, you know, and then he punished his entire family by killing them. <laughs> you know, so uh, there you have it. The mist. A vote for the mist. But the sixth sense is moving on, and we are on to our next I didn't realize that the mist was a sequel to the punisher. <laughs> no, it's, a, it's a prequel. You know, to punish your war zone, and then they replaced him by a different guy. But yeah, that's how he starts punishing. He kills kills those people in his car. They were farting and weren't weren't. They were spraying it, not saying it. You know, so he had to put them all down. Anyway, next fight, Mike. This one is yours. It is Leela was actually in a coma uh, versus what's in the box. Uh, since I actually don't remember. Uh, Leela was in a coma. I just voted for it because uh, I love Futurama. Uh, but I do remember what's in the box, so I will vote for seven. Uh, vote for seven. Um, <clears throat> you remember when all of you said all that bullshit about how, oh, it's a dream, it's a dream all along, it's bullshit, and it's contrived, and blah, 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 blah. Well, um, I it, just so go it just so happens that Leela was actually in a coma is it was a dream all along and because of that i will be voting for seven and you should be ashamed of yourselves if you do vote for the futurama episode uh maria <laughs> okay point taken um i'm definitely gonna be voting for seven and just love that movie i love futurama but seven is a great movie and uh, it's a great shocker a, you know great twist 
And uh, I, it's so um, compelling and so shocking that I actually try not to watch a movie because it's, it's I mean, it hurts to you know what he's going through and the feelings that he's going through. It's just um, too much. So, yeah, the seven. Seven. What's in the box? Josh. Um, you know, for me, uh, when is when is this episode airing? You said about a month. Yeah, middle of late uh, March. Late March. Okay. Um, well, it, you know, for for the viewers at home, you know, who don't know, um, I'm actually planning on getting a, a, a Futurama tattoo. Um, you know, not related to this episode, but you know, I just want everyone to know I really like the show and everything like that. You know, um, and it's a really good show. Um, it, but you know, it. it it was a good twist, but I think seven overall to me was a, a, a more effective twist. Um, you know, and it, again, it could have been more effective if, you know, there was a, you know, some, a, a, a fetus in the box, um, or maybe, you know, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's boobs or something, you know, something horrifying like that. But, uh, yeah, Futurama, I'm going to vote for, you know, um, it's good stuff. You're voting for Futurama? I don't care. I do what I want. All right. I'll vote for Futurama. Uh, <clears throat> yes, I also like that show, that series, better than I like Seven, so I am also voting for Futurama. A vote for It Was a Dream All Along, but Seven is moving on, and we are on to our next fight. It is Luke, I Am Your Father versus The Matrix well, the real world world is the Matrix, and the real world actually sucks. Um, I'm going to go with the Matrix here because, like I said, Luke is your father. Uh, I am your father. It's it, it, it is every day it is losing its impact, by, by just reinforced by the, the prequels, unfortunately. Um, the Matrix being the real world being the Matrix doesn't lose its impact. When you see it for the first time, because it's also the first movie, that's just the way it works. Uh, so I'm going to go with The Matrix. Uh, Maria? Um, I'm really not a big Star Wars fan. Of course, I've seen the movies. I think everybody has. I, I agree with you that it's not a it's not a twist anymore. And if you, they kind of spoil it with all these prequels and stuff. And I just love The Matrix. The Matrix is one of my favorite movies. Um, and I'm just going to go for The Matrix. Uh, vote for the Matrix, Josh. Um, isn't the Matrix a dream all along? Then, uh, yes. Well, yes. Inside the Matrix, it is. Uh, yeah, that's, that's. It would be impossible. But uh, uh, what? What if this wins? What's it up against? Uh, we don't know because it's into the final four. <laughs> oh, I thought we already had that side done. Oh, uh, fuck! I don't like either of these. Um, I do love Keanu in uh, in uh, in in Point 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 Break or whatever. Um, you know, so I have to. I guess I'll give it to the Matrix. You know, just because it, you know, like um, it's not true. That's impossible. And they only did like one take on that. It was very poorly acted. Um. You know, and all in all, you know, uh, George Lucas, Mark Hamill, uh, Ray, James Earl, James Earl Ray, go fuck yourself. Uh, you know, you're Chelsea voting for the Matrix. For <laughs> okay, Chelsea Brothers for life. I'll vote for the Matrix, Pete. 
Well, just because I think he's a way better actor, I got to go with James Earl Jones and Luke, I am your father. Uh, vote for Luke, I am your father. And Mike, this one would have been difficult for you had it been tied up. Uh, yeah, it would have, because uh, on one hand, uh, I really like uh, all of the Matrix movies, so I would want to vote for the Matrix uh, just as, as a kind of, uh, yeah, everybody hates the sequels, I don't care, fuck you guys. Um, but I can also say that about Star Wars, so it's like, either way, there, there's geek spite and geek hatred uh, for both of them, so I can't really use a lot of geek spite or geek hatred, so... Um, I will just vote for uh, Meryl Streep is impregnated in Mamma Mia. All right, then. But the Matrix is moving on. <laughs> we are on to our next fight. Uh, Maria, this one is yours. It is Psycho versus the return of Barry Allen. Psycho. Easy. Josh? Turtle Man. Uh, vote for the return of Barry Allen. Pete. Psycho. Mike. Psycho. You know, it's kind of rude. You guys just immediately calling me a psycho. I mean, I know I'm mentally unstable, but psycho, psycho, psycho. You're crazy for even putting this up to a vote is I think what they're saying. But you call, <laughs> you call me a turtle. I'm not that slow. You are going pretty slow, bud. But Psycho is moving on. I'm not even going to vote. Psycho already won. Um, on to our next fight, Josh. This one is yours. It is Tyler Durden versus who is Cartman's daddy? Gee, why are all these so shitty? Fuck. My dick. That's uh, what your girlfriend's for. I don't think so, cutie. Okay, uh, no, um, for real, um, you know, um, in terms of what was a better twist to me, you know, um, I guess I couldn't have guessed, you know, the, the Cartman twist just because it was so, you know, bullshit or whatever. Um, you know, and I don't like South Park, so I'm just, I'm just not going to vote, you know, for South Park. So I guess, I guess I'll vote for, uh, you know, for Jack's Raging Testicles. Uh, vote for Tyler Durden. Uh, Pete? Um, yeah, I gotta go with Fight Club. Mike? Yeah, I think the more important question on South Park did turn out to be who is Cartman's mother, didn't it? So uh, I will vote Which for never Fight actually Club. got answered, did it? No, I don't believe so. Yeah, they basically said fuck it at that point. No, no, it's answered. His mother is his mother. Well, that, they, they retconned that. Right, because Scott Tenement is his father. No, but his mother or was, is he um, sterile because she was a hermaphrodite. Yeah. She couldn't. Ha she couldn't have kids. Oh yeah, <clears> that's right. Oh whatever. But which one are you voting for, Mike? Fight Club. Fight Club. Uh, Fight Club for me too. Maria, is Fight it Club. clean, clean sweep. Yeah, definitely. Fight Club into the final four. Not really Fight Club so much as the twist at the end of Fight Club. Uh, Pete, this fight is yours. Ooh, this is actually a hard one. It is the Sixth Sense versus Seven. What's the ball? Ooh. Um. I have to give it to Seven just for originality because 
the whole the sixth sense thing is kind of a variation on the dream to me. So uh, I, I got to go with seven. I'll vote for seven, Mike. Uh, I will vote for the the sixth sense because I think it, it is again a, a twist, uh, kind of more in, in in the truer sense. Um, you know, just being something unexpected, just being something horrible, is not necessarily uh, really a great twist. Whereas with the sixth sense, it's one of those inverting everything that you've seen. Um, and really, if you if you take out the head in the box. Uh, on seven, it it may diminish it as a movie somewhat, but really the movie itself stands on its own without that twist. Um, whereas I think the the sixth sense really kind of needs the twist. Um, if Bruce Willis isn't dead, it's just a movie about a boy who sees things, and and we all kind of see that coming. I mean that that's not really the characters in the story may not get it, but we get that part right away. So it's. The, the the twist for us is a little bit stronger. Uh, vote for the sixth sense, and something that has been mentioned is, oh, you know, when I saw it the first time, you know, I, I figured it out really early. Um, that's because if you knew there was a twist for the sixth sense, you are you can easily figure it out because all the clues are there. The thing that makes the sixth sense work. And what worked for it and against it was once you knew there was a twist, you were looking for something to be twisted on you, and then it, 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 it appears right in front of your eyes. Uh, the, the people who got to see it earlier, who were interested in seeing it way sooner, uh, were, had the benefit of not knowing there was a twist at the movie at the end of the movie and, and had a much better experience. Um, and, and it is a twist. It, it, the whole fucking concept of the movie hinges on that twist at the end. And if it doesn't work, it, it doesn't work. Just like most of his other movies. If the twist at the end doesn't work, it doesn't work. There's only two that aren't, that don't have a twist, which is what unbreakable and lady in the water. Uh, so I'm going to go with, uh, Bruce Willis is actually dead. Maria. These, um, these are both good movies. I like them both. Um, I like the acting in the movies and, you know, storytelling is good. Um, with Seven, I, I agree with Mike that without the head in the box, it still would be a good movie. And you can actually kind of substitute that for other things, like um, somebody suggested earlier, and still make it work. Um, so it is a good movie, but I don't, it, it's probably not the best movie for this category for, you know, best twist. Uh, with The Sixth Sense, I actually saw that on opening day, opening day and, uh, and I still you know, saw it, I, I, it was, like you said, it's really spelled out, I mean, if you um, pay attention, it's it's there, all the clues are there, and, and there's certain things, probably because, you know, the paranormal one goes to something that I'm really interested and passionate about, and he used some of the um, normal things that are associated with ghosts, and, you know, in, in, in the paranormal world, and so he didn't invent new things to show what a ghost would be or how the environment would react to a ghost. He kind of used some of the stuff that's there in the full course. Or if you knew about that, you, you could somewhat see it coming, which is what happened to me. But still, I think it's, you know, it's a good movie and it's definitely a better twist. And there can be no movie without a twist because it would just be silly. You know, another movie about a kid who, you know, sees stuff and it's not so interesting. So 
definitely the sixth sense. Uh, vote for the sixth sense and Josh. Um, I was thinking about what you said, and um, I, I I thought the twist to Unbreakable was that he did it because of the children, because they called him Mr. Glass. Um, you know, and that twist really goes to, you know, if we just had a little bit better, you know, public education systems, you know, and got rid of the bullying, we wouldn't have supervillains and mass murderers. Um, so that's something I'd like everyone to kind of just take a minute and think about, um, you know, in your free time when you listen to this episode. Uh, and uh, I, I would I would uh, like to go ahead and vote for The Sixth Sense, uh, mainly because of Donnie Wahlberg's Skidmark underwears and, and in the first 15 minutes. Uh, vote for Bruce Willis being dead in the sixth sense. And we've got a final four. We've got the Matrix twist versus Psycho's twist versus, and then we've got Fight Club's twist versus the sixth sense twist. Uh, Mike, this fight is yours. It is the Matrix versus Psycho. Uh, this is this is really tough. Um Primarily because uh, I, I really do like the Matrix movies more than uh, than Psycho. I know to some that might be blasphemy, but uh, I'm, I'm much more of a science fiction guy than a horror or or thriller guy. But uh, you know the the twist in the Matrix, uh, it, it is one of those everything you you thought was untrue uh, twists, but. Because it's a twist that happens much earlier in the movie as opposed to kind of like a big reveal at the end, um, it doesn't have as much impact because, you know, you've only you've only been with this character for, you know, half an hour or so. Um, and uh, and even though it's important, it's, it's actually crucial to the whole movie. Um, the, the twist in Psycho is is a little bit more of of a shock at that point because they've they've spent a lot of time convincing you that this is that this is a, a mama's boy and maybe maybe it's not his fault maybe it's the crazy mother um and then when you find out that uh yeah there is no crazy mother mother it's just all him uh and and it takes it to a whole new level of crazy uh, i think that just got a lot more impact so psycho uh vote for psycho <sighs> you're right mike Everything you said is right. Uh, plus, the Matrix was all a dream. And uh, it was a dream all along. Well, at least the stuff that was happening in the Matrix was a dream all along. The stuff that was outside of the Matrix wasn't. And and, and that's even arguable there. Because remember when Neo had superpowers in it, the second it, Anyway, just like Josh said way, way early on, uh, it, it, the, the twist comes really early in the movie, and the impact gets lost from all the other stuff that you see that comes late on, comes on later. Uh, the psycho twist comes near the end of the movie and you go, Holy fuck. Uh, so I'm going to go with psycho Maria. This is really super hard. Um, I, I, I love both of these movies. They're very different movies. Um, you know, one it's more sci-fi, the other is a thriller and they are my two favorite genres of movies. Um, I have to go with the one that, you know, kind of um, created some of the love that I have for the movies and and really, you know, taught me about storytelling and about um, twists and, and just really spurred my imagination because um, I watched it so early when I was a kid. And 
Although I hate not not voting for the Matrix. Um, Because it's one of my favorite movies of all times. And I just want to give it lots of love and say I'm sorry. But I am going to vote for Psycho. Uh, Vote for Psycho. Josh. Um... You know, when, when you, you, you talk about, you know, impact and everything like that, and I, and I already brought this up before about the Matrix, it's just like, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, we get it, whatever, and then, you know, a bunch of shit happens, and, you know, at the end, uh, uh, what's his name, Agent, uh, Agent, Agent Dude is like, it was me, Neo, it was me all along, and he gets some superpowers or something. But but you know in in, uh, in Psycho you know it's it's uh, some scary shit could happen to you. You could be staying at a at a at a hotel and then uh, some dude will come in and fucking stab the shit out of you in a in a dress and and then then you'll be dead. A vote for Psycho. Uh, Pete, is it a clean sweep? It is definitely a clean sweep. Psycho uh, freaked me out <clears throat> when I originally saw it, so I got to give it some love. Uh, vote for Psycho. On to our Psycho is into the finals. On to our next fight, uh, Damon. This one is yours. It is Tyler. Well, Jack is Tyler Durden versus Bruce Willis is dead. Um, both excellent twists, but. I, I'm go, I'm gonna vote for the sixth sense here because the execution of the twist is is much better in the sixth sense because all of it is laid out for you. You you it's there. You just have to pay attention. And I know most of it is laid out for you with the Fight Club, or some of it is laid out for you in Fight Club, but it, it, it's kind of hard to pick up on it. But seriously, that second viewing of Sixth Sense is why I'm voting for Sixth Sense because then you go. Holy shit, look at that. How, how the fuck did I miss that? How the fuck did I miss that? It was right in front of my face, and I didn't see it. It was there. And it's not a flashback at the end of the movie showing you this shit. It's literally you going back and watching the movie and going, I missed that, I missed that, I missed that, I missed that. And then that's why almost all the rest of his movies, quote-unquote, suck, because you know his film style, and you're able to pick out, look at that. That's something I'm supposed to pay attention to. Like in the village when, you know, they're looking at a picture of themselves from a really long time ago. And you're like, wait a minute. They're, they're in the present. Oops, sorry. I ruined that one for you, too. Uh, so I'm going to go with the sixth sense. Uh, Maria. <laughs> I agree with you um, that the sixth sense ruined, you know, the rest of his movies. When I watched the village and they show that, that plague at the beginning with, you know, the, the dates. Right then, I knew, oh, yeah, this is the present, because it's just playing out. Look at this plague. Look at the dates. Well, guess what? That's what he wants you to believe, so just believe the contract opposite. Um, the Sixth Sense is, for me, a just great, great movie. Um, it's, 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 a diff- it's difficult, but um, Fight Club, Fight Club is, is so good. I mean, it's, it's really good, but if you think about it, if you remove the twist, and it's just a movie about these two guys who created this fight club, and you know, at the end they blow up these buildings and all these happen. If you if you even see it that way, it's still a good movie, even without you know the twist, in my opinion. Um, but the sixth sense, uh, in, is the twist. That's what gets you. That's what 
makes you think about the movie when you leave the theater. That's why people talk about it. That's why, you know, you want to rewatch it because of the twist. Um, so I'm going to vote for success and the fact that Bruce Willis is that. Uh, vote for the sixth sense. Josh. Um, mm, one of those, one of those ones, one of those fucking ones, you know, where, where, you know, you pick it and then you, and then you flush it because it's shit. Um, let's go to the sixth sense. Uh, you know, all right. I'll vote for the six cents, Pete. Um, yeah, I have to go for the six cents as well. More love for the six cents, Mike. Uh, I, I'm actually going to vote for Fight Club. Um, you know, I think when you had mentioned that the the six cents they had laid all those things out for you, and when you go back and you see it, uh, and you see all those things, and they don't quite do that to the same degree in Fight Club. Uh, just the opposite. I think they they go to kind of greater lengths to uh to obscure some of it i mean some of the 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 uh, awkwardness and weirdness in uh in bruce willis's uh performance in the sixth sense you know when you're watching it just comes off kind of odd or kind of cold or or, or it seems to be just kind of a weird staging and an uncomfortableness and then when you find out well no that's because the other people in the room don't realize he's there but at the end of the day the the twist in the sixth sense really is does just sort of serve one purpose to point out to the audience that they weren't paying attention. I mean, there's really not a lot, a, a lot of meaning beyond that other than, uh, you know, at that point, then the story just becomes some, you know, something different, but it's really still just sort of a, a horror story, just sort of a ghost story. The twist doesn't, doesn't mean anything. Uh, and in fight club, the twist is, is very important. Uh, I mean, it's w when we go back and, 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 you know, sort of piece everything together uh, you, you realize that, yeah, this is, this was not a, a person who was under the influence of sort of a dark figure. This was just a crazy man who went crazy from insomnia. Um, it's about this, this internal demon uh, being expressed uh, externally. In many ways, it's very similar to Psycho. Uh, you know, we, you thought that there were two of them, one of them guiding them towards something bad, and you find out, no, that it's just one guy's bad side that he sort of externalized. And, uh, you know, in Fight Club, when you understand that, it changes everything. And, and Jack immediately starts behaving in a, a far more sane manner. And, and really, the best part to me was going back and watching that movie and looking at Marla and her relationship with, you know, what we thought were two characters. And you see, you know, she's really not crazy, skanky, evil bitch. She's actually just someone who's getting seriously fucked over by someone who she seems to actually kind of dig. Um, and, and, you know, really it, it does become a, an oddly, weirdly romantic story in that way. Uh, twisted, fucked up romance, but, but still just the, the, I think the twist has more meaning uh, to the characters in the movie than uh, it does in the sixth sense. A vote for fight club, but the sixth sense is moving on. And we are at our final fight, and we're gonna we're gonna throw a monkey monkey wrench in here. We're gonna throw a twist in. Uh, it's gonna be Ghost Rider one versus Ghost Rider two. Maria, that one is yours. <laughs> Which one is a better movie? Uh, are you funny? I'm not joking. 
Oh my god, you're not? No, this is <laughs> the best twist. <laughs> well, if that's the case, I'll just vote for the first one. I don't know. I mean, they're kind of not that good, although I love Nico's case. Uh, vote for Ghost Rider 1. Uh, Josh? <sighs> Ghost Rider 1 was a masterpiece of film. You know, when you when you talk about movies that in a thousand years, when the alien overlords are going through our archives, when they see that shit, they're going to go, oh man. <laughs> but but then, once they finish that shit, they're going to go, Let's see, what's this Ghost Rider 2? And then they're going to go, Holy shit! And then they're going to leave the planet, and there you go. So, Ghost Rider 2. Uh, vote for Ghost Rider 2. Pete? I'm going to go with Ghost Rider 2 because there is no way it can be as bad as Ghost Rider 1. Another vote for Ghost Rider 2. Mike? I have not seen Ghost Rider 2. I have seen Ghost Rider 1. So, that is the main reason I'm voting for Ghost Rider 2. Plus, uh, Ghost Rider 2, uh, Crank. Beats Daredevil, Idris Alba beats Sam Elliott, um, and uh, older Nicolas Cage beats younger Nicolas Cage. Hold on now. I don't know about that Sam Elliott business. Anyway, anyway I'm not going to show you my dick. <laughs> A vote for Ghost Rider 2. And I have seen both films. Ghost Rider 2 is amazing. Uh, it's already a month after it's left theaters because there's no way it's staying in that long. But it's a really fun ride. Torrent it or watch it on DVD when it comes out. It's a fun movie. And Ghost Rider I like 2. how Torrent it is your first option. What? I like how Torrent it is your first option. Your first option. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, Torrent it. It's, well, no. At this point, you can't buy it right now. It's in no man's land. So it's in that Torrent it land. In a, a month after now, well, two months after now, you'll be able to buy it. Uh, Ghost Rider 2 is the winner of Best Twist. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Check out BacklotD.com, DVDGeese.tv, SubspaceCommunicated.com, and their awesome podcast, Life After Trek, The Soulless Minions of Orthodoxy at SoullessMinions.Lipson.com, and Into the Batcave with Brian and myself. At into the back into the .com. Special thanks goes to Karen for being our web presence. Check out what she's doing with Chris Mitchell on the Geek Byte Tumblr. Of course, Jared Formby for the pimp cut intros he creates. He creates his blog, Hey Star Trek, at HeyStarTrek.net. I'd also like to say we're going to be at C2E2 in a couple weeks. Hopefully, I will be there for the whole weekend. I think Josh is going. Mike is going. Um, I'll be sending autographs. Josh will be saying there, there's going to be lots of us there. Alan will be there. Jared might show up. Uh, you get, you'll get to meet quite a few of us. Uh, Amin and Maria are going to be there, right? Yep. Yeah. So Peter, are you going? Pete, what are you going to see to eat you? Um, I hope to, but I don't think I'm going to be able to make it, but there's going to be quite a few of us to see to eat you being drunk and stupid. Uh, <laughs> so come on out and see us. Uh, I'd also like to thank our guests for joining us. Does anybody have anything they'd like to plug? Uh, let's start off with you, you, Josh, because you were the most long-winded person on the show. Um, yeah, I'd like to uh, just uh, you know just announce um, you know right here right now. Uh, you know, I got got a lot of stuff going on, and if you want to, you can you know hit me up 
on uh, Google Plus, uh, and I'll add you to my circles. And, uh, and we got a lot of interesting things coming up. We got some new shirts coming out. Uh, I'm going to be doing a doing a, a, a thank you very much, Jack. EP. You can check out all again. <laughs> it's okay, Jack. You YouTube rate, comment, and subscribe to my yeah. videos. Okay, Jack. Every hit helps. Okay, just that. Just that. Uh, let's go to you, Pete, because I know you have stuff to plug. Um, yeah, if you're looking for uh, any collectibles or anything, check me out on eBay at Dion's Playground. D-I-O-N-S Playground, all one word. Uh, Maria! Um, if you're looking for places to stay, I would like to plug my awesome, the awesome company I work for, Airbnb. Look it up at airbnb.com and uh, you can find all sorts of amazing places around the world to stay. From castles to islands to apartments or sofas. Um, and also my hubby. Check him out on Facebook. Amina Mott. I think it's Amina Mott something on Facebook. Or just Google him and uh, find his art pages and stuff. That will be it. <laughs> Mr. Ortiz. Well, you can find me uh, on the Zod Complex podcast. And on the Week in Geek video show on YouTube. Uh, you can check us out at geekfights.net where we have lists of show ideas, the brackets we mentioned earlier, our past episodes, and more. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes and the Zoom Network or like us on Facebook. If you'd like to be on the panel, just contact us at geekfights at gmail.com or at geekfights on Twitter. That's all it takes to join the Legion of Geeks! Our upcoming fights are, I do know what next week's fight is, that is Best Doctor Who episode, uh, I think we're going to have the uh, I Built a Tardis Girl on there. It's going to be fun. Uh, I don't know what's coming after that, the first week of April. Maybe we'll just cancel the show. Any hell ideas are welcome. Thanks again for listening. Until next time. Keep fighting the geek fight. Good night. You're kind of doing a, a Cartman, uh, Cartman's mom FU thing, huh? No, we're just doing a twist. Yeah, well, we're actually gonna we're actually gonna finish it for we're people finish who it. sit well, through we, the whole episode. Well, because we were sitting there thinking, or will we? Uh, we? We were like, we we should totally do a twist and have like whatever wins up against a really awesome twist. And then Mike came up with the absurd idea of just making it Ghost Rider one versus Ghost Rider two. <laughs> Oh my god. Which makes it awesome because very few people are going to listen to the end of the episode. Yeah. They're just gonna they're, they're gonna be pissed at us because uh well I can't believe they didn't end it. Yeah, but we're gonna end it. But the twist is that we do end it. 
See, oh, there we go. See, anyway, we got uh, twists all over the place. It's the final fight. Uh, this way, I don't know how we're gonna. If there's an intro, it's the blue. I'll just there. start it. Uh, I, I don't. Yeah, Maria. Here we go. It's the final fight. It is psycho, or the fact that his mother has been dead all along, versus Bruce Willis is dead in the sixth sense. Maria, that one is yours. I was almost relieved that we were voting up in Ghost Rider movies because I didn't want to do this. Um, I really don't know. They're both so good. Um, wow. Okay, so, Modern One versus a classic. They're both, well, Six Sense is almost like a modern classic now. Everybody knows about it, and people seem to love that movie. So, it's like, so, um, which was more, I'm just going to go for what surprised me the most, which one was more of a twist for me. Um, and that was Psycho, so I'm going to go with Psycho. Uh, vote for Psycho. Hopping around. Uh, Pete? Um, yeah, I am also going to vote for Psycho. However, I'm doing it more based on the fact that I love Alfred Hitchcock. He had many movies that I've thoroughly hey. enjoyed, whereas M. Night Shyamalan, however the heck you pronounce his name, um, all his movies basically since have been crap. So I'm going with Psycho. Uh, vote for Psycho. I'm going to go right to Mike on that one. This is really tough. Um, and, you know, I think just, just strictly kind of on a, a personal sense, I'm going to go for the, the sixth sense. Um, and, and I actually, I, I, I liked Unbreakable quite a bit. So I, I think, yeah, I think it was really after signs that he, he went, he went really bad. But the main reason I'm voting for the sixth sense is I, I actually had no intention of seeing the movie. I had heard that there was a twist. I had seen all of the advertising and it, you know, you know, showed that, you know, this kid was seeing dead people. So actually, Damon, you were the one who convinced me to go see it. And I was like, I don't want to see it. I, I know what the twist is. It's, it, I have no interest in seeing this movie. I don't like, I don't really like horror movies or ghost stories. And uh, you insisted that I go. And uh, you had already seen it, so you knew what was coming. And then when the twist happened, you know, throughout the whole movie, I'm like, yeah, okay, I, I, I get it. He sees dead people. It's not a twist. It's pretty obvious. So I knew there was a twist, but I thought it was a different twist. And I thought it was a stupid twist and an easy twist. And then when the real twist uh, happened... Um, it, it really caught, caught me off guard. I mean, I think Psycho is a better movie, but maybe uh, maybe because the environment that I first saw Psycho in was a little bit different. I knew more about the movie. Uh, I had heard about it. Um, I probably knew, you know, what the ending was and and all of that. So because I really it wasn't really as pure an experience for me and as uninformed an experience going in, um, Sixth Sense ultimately just had more power, uh, not necessarily because... It's better, but it's because of the way that I encountered it was uh, just more conducive to the twist. Uh, vote for the sixth sense. Yeah, actually, you know, I kind of forget that. Even though I know it's a really good twist in Psycho, which I, I, I do, Psycho actually has a similar problem to what Star Wars is going to have in another twenty years, which is everybody already knows it. Like, you, you know that information going in. Like, I went into that movie knowing that Norman Bates was the bad guy. I, you know, there was no... Uh, as a matter of fact, I was confused to, wait, his mom is a bad guy? That doesn't make any sense. He's the bad guy. I know that because he's the bad guy in the second one. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's that mentality that kind of ruined it for me. But 
Sixth Sense for me is pure. Uh, it, it, it happened at like there, there's no other thing. And and I, you know what? I do like Signs. I do like uh, Unbreakable. Lady in the Water. I don't like the Village. I don't like. actually. You know what? Lady in the Water. I kind of like too. It's a weird movie. I don't like the Village. The Village is the one that annoys me. And then I can't remember. Oh, and then uh, what the hell is the others or something like that? What no, no. That is? Uh, the uh, happening. Not, it, the happening. The happening. Oh, last Airbender. The happening and the last Airbender. Uh, uh, <laughs> those are piles of shit. Uh, but are you kidding me? It was plants all along, you son of a bitch. It was plants all along. Now there's it a twist. Where, where they're just <laughs> killing people. Uh, but I will be voting for the Sixth Sense. It is all tied up. And it comes down to you, Jay Van Vizi. Which one takes the win out of two things you don't like? <laughs> I don't like. I pick the lesser of two evils. That's right. The Matrix is making a comeback. Um, no. You can't vote for the Matrix. <laughs> Fine. Then fuck it. Um. Uh. Uh, Die Hard, uh, Bruce Willis. Your vote, Haley Joe Osmond. <laughs> a vote for Bruce Willis being dead, and the actual ending of Best Twist is The Sixth Sense. Bruce Willis being dead is the winner. Uh, if you listen this far into the episode, you were rewarded with the actual ending of the episode. <laughs> if you got pissed off and turned off your iPod. Well, it's your own fucking fault. <laughs> There's nothing to end. I don't have to say anything else. The show is over, goddammit. Welcome to Geek Fights, the Ponzi Schema Podcasting. I'm Jared Formby. Tonight's battle is... Best Twist! With me, as always, is Alan. <laughs> Alan, you ready to do a show? I am ready to do a show. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a great skit. Mike, this is a, a great idea. This is twisting and so shocking and unpredictable. <laughs> Fuck it. This is the blooper. That's good enough. <laughs> good enough. <laughs> okay. People shouldn't be listening this long anyway. Fucking go home. You don't think so?